Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Not enough to ask them if they got some money. Bye. I'll be recording. Yeah, I mean, I'll be recording or something. You know, I'm like, man, that nigga heard shit out that table. One because she knew who they were the minute they wanted. But let's be honest, though, like, let's just say the markup on the burrito is probably like. 500, 600% because mm-hmm. per, per customer, it probably costs them all maybe a dollar fifty per burrito. Yeah. Just, just based off the items and shit. Yeah. Let's just say five bucks. They're making a profit. Right. Yeah. So, so, oh, yeah. hey, Garrett, because when I go, I get extra shit. So, my burrito is like $10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You're going to make a conversation before, so, I'll be fucking you on the phone right. and shit. That's the other thing. Like, another, you get a regular human size scoop of fucking chicken. I got to ask for some double. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing. If a nigga grab that burrito and run, I'm gonna hit, hit the slow clap. Like finally somebody, somebody got that shit. Somebody got that shit. They got away. By hero. By hero. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're making me proud, man. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta be black and you won't serve no nigga. It's because you got their ass before and she remembered you guys and was like, uh, I'm not serving you. Fuck you. That's my thing though. Like, so, it, so, okay, so I would have to understand from a manager perspective. Like, if I'm the manager of a Chipotle and let's say it's two of them, I don't know how many it was, and they grabbed uh, There was about four of them. How the fuck four niggas get away with burritos anyway? You, you don't even get it until you pay. Until you pay, right. So I don't understand how they how died they in that ass anyway. Right. Yeah, I mean, they, they just grab the bag around. I mean, they do put it in the bag and they sit, they sit it on the side and then they ask for your card, right? Or no, for, everyone else with that, they put it in the bag, it's sitting right there next to them. When I when they get the card and they get it back, then they slide it, in my it, shit. It could have been her, her just not thinking. So and, and apparently, and, apparently you know, these niggas just do this shit around the house. Yeah, they, they get the, it's not just Chipotle. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's I mean, everybody did another Chipotle shit. But my, my, here's my thing: you go online and you brag about it. Foolish. So not only not only are the king, you know, people with the little research find out, but so can the fucking cops. Like, what is up with this 2008, 17, 16 self snitching shit? Like, you go online, you brag about the crimes that you fucking commit. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like. Yeah, like, it's stupid. No snitching on yourselves, like type shit. But anyway, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, well, we'll go back. We'll circle back to that. Yeah, we'll make that the first topic. Uh, uh, just to start. So, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 you back. What up? What's up, what up folks? We back in this. Season two, season two, season two continues. Yes, yeah. Thanksgiving edition, the shit. Season two, pre-Thanksgiving edition. Three brothers. What type of brothers are they? Other one, this is a really close intro. This is a really, really long intro. Or office chair or a car seat. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I hear that voice now, it made me think of Tropic Thunder. Or this is Tug Speedman. Yeah, man. We back. You know what it is. This is We Ain't Found. Shit. We ain't found shit. Nope. We back, motherfucker.
This last introduction, the final one. This right here, cuz. This, this shit right here? This, this shit right here? Yeah, this is uh this is the light skin guy in the building. Taking it. That's it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, simple, simple intro, see? I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. You're the light skin well, guy. Well, he, he gets all extravagant. Hey, man, don't worry about what I am on other yeah, stuff. I'm the light skin guy on Call of Duty Black Ops, too. Light skin God. Really? Dallas Fort Worth area uh, know of anybody hiring that's not a fuck job. Um, hit your boy up. Most people think their job is a fuck job. I mean, but you know what I mean by fuck job. Not no disrespect for what I'm about to say. You know, on the phone jobs. <laughs> type shit. I was laughing because nothing good ever comes after no disrespect or no offense. No offense.
were talking about uh, when we came into the podcast was uh, a video that uh, that uh, Carl or Ted or whatever y'all want to call him, uh, uh, the nigga over there, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sent, sent us. But it was, uh, I, I believe, somewhere in Minnesota, Minneapolis, which is also hard to say sometimes. Um, and I want to say these, yeah, I know they were black. But we ain't claiming them, because I think they were Ethiopian, so they're African, so they ain't grown well, like me. No, he's a shit anyway. with the uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, we're in a Chipotle uh, trying to get service, and the Chipotle folks refused to give them food or make their food until they saw the money. And, you know, without context, you see that video, of course, you get upset. And of course, that caused Chipotle knee-jerk reaction to fire everybody that was working at night shift. But Twitter being Twitter, and people being Twitter detectives, did a little digging and found out these cats uh, not only were planning on dining and dash, but have dining and dash at several different other restaurants, maybe other Chipotle's around the city, and were bragging about it online. So snitching. So and they and, and, and these motherfuckers had the nerve in the video to use a black. Car, you know, certainly because of black. So, yeah. uh, I guess our first time they said that after they asked them about like how much they had or what, like, I mean, was it in response? Yeah, no, she, she uh, I think the lady asked, it was like, or old boy said, one proof of payment, right? We're not until I see your money, I'm not making your food. He's like, why? Because I'm black, and bam, you know what I'm saying? And then that becomes, yeah, and there are other people, other people in line, and yeah, and so of course. That became you know, the narrative then. That became the narrative. And then, of course, you know, they're taking care of the people online. You know, of course, they're giving them their food and, the, and they're paying. And, of course, they're saying, well, you're giving them their, you know, their food and they're paying. How come you can't do that for us? And she was like, because you've dined and dashed here before. Right. I know who you are. You know what I'm saying? That you've been here before. You know, right. and so. That was my, my thing. I right, mean, how to turn to, to the scene of the crime. One, one, right. Yeah, you don't go back. Two. Is I, I they I need a blueprint on how they did this shit at a Chipotle. If they did it somewhere else, cool. But Chipotle, like how? Yeah, because they because regular motherfuckers they guard their food with their lives. <laughs> <laughs> you know how stingy they are with right. the chicken already. Yeah, so shit. they ain't putting that. Nah, I'm telling you, I've never had one of them slide me my food before I paid. Right. Period. Never. In fact, they look at you sideways when you ask for some extra chicken. And I was shit. just about to say that, man. She scooped the chicken. She didn't dump it, but she did the little shake, and a couple pieces fell off. He was like, "Why'd you do that?" Damn! You understand? Like you understand? Like I'm you. Yeah, you, 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 you put in the shit. Oh, 
I'll put it to you, piece of meat, and me knock them out. Bro. That's how I know I wouldn't last at Chipotle, nigga, because I'm scooping that motherfucker like, like I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting in it, dumping it right on it. Like, so hey, they they You know, look bad. You know, what I'm saying we do. You know, you know, we pull the race card. It's not. You know, what I'm saying now you're making us look bad because you motherfuckers run, run around stealing, stealing shit. shit. Right. You know, they. I mean, like they went in depth as far as like, like tour the detectives and shit. They copied and pasted their conversations and shit going back and forth. Yeah, we're gonna hit up this Chipotle this and that. You know, next week we're gonna hit somebody hey, else. This and that. Find out how they robbing Chipotle. How? How, sir? Do they come in with, with like a raccoon tail? And- <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck? And they jump like on the counter like, what the fuck? How y'all doing? They got their they own, they they <laughs> own, the own theme music and shit when they come in and shit. Who's this nigga behind me with the monocle in the top? <laughs> <laughs> Should get the the jobs back. They should. Yeah. At, at least Chipotle should offer because they're going to to keep them from getting sued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they got to. Yeah, and they probably are going to get sued. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But it, uh, I, I I do and I don't have a problem with them using the black card at that particular time. I kind of agree with both of you. Yeah. It doesn't work most of the time. Uh, but two, it really is the only thing that we got. Yeah, that's it. That, you know, that's it. Institutionalized racism. But it's funny because Cordia commented, uh, what did you say that they need? You need that. You need one. You need that. You need a nigga. Dude, preferably a dad. Got a white beater on. Got the cigarette hanging outside his mouth. The sandals with the socks and shit. And got on jeans, shorts, and shorts. Oh, yo, you just gonna take the burrito. That's what you gonna do. That's what you think. I'm talking about you and that. I got some. You boy. Bring my boy. 
Yeah, so yeah, it is. You know, it, it's crazy, but like you said, it's it doesn't really surface for any anyway. You know, but uh, I think yeah. it's kind of interesting. That was the, I, I think more interesting is that they just fired them so quick. Like, like of course, Chipotle, it is. Chipotle was like, "Fuck that, nigga! Right. Yeah, we don't want these." Is the only black card that, and it don't work with everybody. Like it has, because Chipotle, I, I would assume, has a large, uh, you know, uh, customer base made up of minorities. Because like it ain't like Cracker Barrel gonna give a fuck. Cracker Damn. Barrel wouldn't fire nobody over that shit. They be like, you asked him what, and he said what? Well, get the fuck out. You know, like, like it was, yeah. So I think I'm nervous. <laughs> Goddamn, get beside themselves. You know, I don't give a fuck this 2018, Gene. Do you or don't you have the money, black fella? Listen, listen, our pancakes are delicious. Just let them do what they do. That's pretty good. Ain't gonna lie, that hash brown casserole is the shit. Oh, no, the times I've been to Cracker Barrel, food's been excellent. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting name. Have y'all been to Arby's? Y'all like Arby's? I don't know I, nobody. I haven't been to Arby's in years. I haven't been to Arby's in years. I haven't had Arby's in years. I've never actually been, but I've had somebody bring me some on like two different occasions, uh, and it was always like, "Word, that's what you chose, Arby's." I mean, I ate it. Something. You me, but right. you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's not like on like on a top list of places that I would like to go. I feel like out of all the foods you could think of, like in in or try to think of like a niche market for foods like roast beef sandwiches. Roast beef sandwiches, yeah. though. Yeah, I mean, I'll pass on that shit. I mean, I don't like roast beef anyway, so well, I, but, I mean, beef is delicious. But I mean, they have they have other sandwiches to choose from besides roast beef. Yeah, I used to get this. The I think they used to call it the Market Club. It's a turkey sandwich with bacon and avocado and you know shit like that. Pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I've never had. I can't, or maybe I have. I just can't. This wasn't, you know, you know, something that I remembered. It wasn't, you know, something. Maybe I've had a roast beef sandwich from Arby's before. I did. Uh, I, I had a roast beef with the cheese. Beef and cheddar, huh? Yeah. Like I said, I ain't get it. I just ate it. It was not inspiring. Right. You know, it was just like, okay. Nothing wrong about, but, you know. Yeah. You know, it was. So that was that. Was that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, I guess we're done. Yeah. Make sure you rob Chipotle huh? next time instead of that. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, hey, you know, it's going to catch up to them one of these days. There's proof that they've done it multiple times in multiple places, which means that's a fucking felony. That's like, what? I don't want to make up, you know, I know it's grand theft, but it's got to be some more extra shit, you know, some white prosecutors going to add on top of that to put their ass behind yeah. jail. All yeah. it takes for you to pick the wrong store right. at one exactly. time. Overzealous security guard with a gun. <clears throat> uh-huh. Nigga, we'll put two in you right. over yeah. some food or some, some clothes. clothes. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. just try to sell a goddamn burrito and get shot for it. Yeah, that's just dumb. And then we march you again. Yeah. You know, so. Speaking of security guards. Uh, with yeah. guns. Uh, yeah. Jamil Robeson, uh, I think he was what twenty six years old. Damn, he was. Yeah, he wasn't. You know, that's he was young. Shit. Uh, played instruments. Was 
musician, played in several different churches. Father about to have this another was, kid. In Georgia? Uh, uh, Chicago. Chicago. Outside that's right. Chicago. That's right. Chicago. Shit. I think it's Mithalonian. 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 Yeah, yeah. I can't say yeah. it. I have a thick tongue, so it's hard for me to say, you know, certain things. You know, yeah. ladies. <laughs> you didn't have to. Ladies. <laughs> no, no, ladies. This. You're not single. You don't get the ladies. This. I said lady. No. Loves it. No, no. No, no. Singular. Uh, Keep all your sexual innuendos <laughs> between you and your spouse. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, security guard outside the club. Um, apparently, these cats getting rowdy inside the spot, starting trouble. Kicks them out. They come back, shoot up the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, he pops one, uh, and then uh, keeps one at bay with his gun. Obvious security shirt. Oh. Yeah, I think they said he tackled him, or like he, yeah, he, had, he, he had, had him, he had him, he had him, him down, down, and he had a gun pointed right. at him. So, you know, but a big shirt that says security, security on, on the front right. and the back, right? But according to to the state police, that wasn't evident at the beginning, uh, which everybody on the scene witnesses says that's not true. Right. And they also uh, said the people who were there were notifying the police as they arrived. He's security. security. He's security. Right. Not like multiple that, people. Not only that, but the other cops were there uh, when uh, the old boy came running from out the building and shot him said, no, 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 he's one of us, he's a good guy. So, other cops on the scene knew. Um, so this cat just decided he was shooting somebody. Basically. Pretty much. Uh, came through, he had probably an AR-15 or something like that, said an assault-style uh, rifle. Ouch. They shot him three times in the back. So, now he's gone. Got more black children being raised without fathers. Because due to no fault of his own. Doing the right thing. Wanted to be a cop. Doing the right thing. Doing more than what his job was probably paying right. him for. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Probably seen some wives that night. For uh, sure. For sure. Um, and lost his for it. So if this ain't the one that starts to turn around, I don't know. What else? What else has to happen? It's gotta, like, what else has to happen? This is the perfect fucking case because honestly, I thought uh, Philando was the perfect case. The shit was going to start turning around with that shit. Uh, Has that video. one already been done? And yeah, we got away with it. It would be the bearer, man. You got to let it off. You got yeah. off. You got like- fucking free. Um, um, Eric Gardner, I thought that it might might be the one. Uh, several others, and I just have a feeling that because because just based off the statement that the state Illinois State Police had made, basically corroborating the shooters, uh, the police officer's statement. Um, though there's you know ten to twelve other witnesses out there saying no, that's not what happened. He gonna get away with it again, so we gonna be mad. We gonna be pissed off again. So yeah, I, I think that. So at this point, the issue is not that they killing us. That's something we know they do. The issue is that they get to investigate themselves, right? Which is the most fucking stupid thing I've ever heard of. No, uh, I don't know any other jobs that do that. Like if you're a manager at a job and you fuck up, you don't get to go. Well, I'll investigate. Right. And I'll get back to you guys and let you know what happened. And then come back and be like... Companies bring it and outside... After investigation, I've cleared myself of all wrongdoing here. It's like, what the fuck? 
And they be like, well, we got internal affairs, but it's like they work with the police as well. It's still an internal department. Like, you need an outside, outside right, objective, like, uh, agency. Right, external affairs. Yeah. They, need, they really need one that's just strictly for police oversight. Some sort of oversight committee. I think. I think one. It would be probably easier to start it on a local level at first, but eventually you need a federal, like something federal that can come in and say, "Okay, it looks like you guys aren't doing what you need to do. Right. And we're gonna take over this and whatever, whatever." Well, it seems like they were doing that for a while uh, when Eric Holder was the Attorney General uh, and through the Obama years, because. Uh, I remember several cases, you know, the, the feds would pick up the charges saying that they violated this, you know, mm-hmm. civil rights. Civil rights, yeah. But because, you know, who the fuck we got, um, now, That's we kind of kill that noise. Yeah. So, um, I don't see that happening in the next. How many more years we got them? Two? Two. Six years. Yeah, that's why I said uh, it, it probably would need to start on a local level first. And you would need like rotation. Here's the problem, too, is that you have all these positions where people get in them, like even in like, you know, Congress and all that kind of stuff. And they in there for like six. Like Nancy Pelosi been Speaker of the House before, and she's going to be Speaker of the House again. She's been in this for 16 years. Right. I don't know nobody wants her. Nancy Pelosi, when she first got into the House, she was. 24 years old, and now she's 116. <laughs> At least. <laughs> At least. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, these these long tenures, that allows people to be corrupted by several different things. Right. Either corrupted or threatened. And it's like, if you, instead of having that, have some kind of rotation, it doesn't allow for that. Right. You know, like, if you have a committee, like you were saying, of people who have, you know, oversight with the police. Okay, cool. You try to keep a secret, they probably find out who they are. But if these people only get to serve for, say, a year, and then you bring in a new committee, you don't really have a lot of time to, like, get in there, corrupt motherfuckers, fuck with stuff, and all that. Exactly. Because we already on to the next group. Right. But when you keep having the same people, year in, year out, Mm -hmm. every year, now you got people who come in their ear and do everything from offer them bribes to threaten them, you know, in order to have them make the decisions they need to make. Right. Yep. And that's, that's why term limits for these motherfuckers is important. Man. Like, you sh- there should be no such thing as a career politician. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you should have to battle for that shit every fucking year. Right. Exactly. Because so, some of these motherfuckers don't. At all. Right. Because I, I remember going to go vote and looking at the ballot. And it was like maybe a judge or some shit like that. And it may have been uh, like a, a state house seat or something like that. Dude was running unopposed. So I just left it unchecked. It was like, because what's the point? Because he's going to get it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. To me, it's crazy. It's a shame. Uh, Homie had to lose his life. Shame. Two more kids growing up without a father. Shame that doing your job, you can get shot. Driving in your car, you can get shot. You know, standing on the corner, you can get shot. It's it's a shame that these things happen to one particular culture. Right. Yeah. Like, five times more than anybody. Like, if it... I mean, just keep it 100. Like, if it was... European-American women getting popped in the back. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. you All know, shot in their apartment. Yeah, everybody would have been our age. You yeah. know, we it been crazy. Sorry, there would have been all types of uh, uh, legislations and regulations. Man. And sh- 
huge. They be like going buck wild, right? And that, that's what I think too. Like the when they they were talking about, I was listening to Code Switch today. Shout out Code Switch, still dope podcast. And they were talking about one that like we even though we had the victories we did in Texas with like Colin Allred and other ones uh, in other states. They were like still like white women overwhelmingly vote against you know. Against uh, the things that they say they stand for with the women's march, et cetera, et cetera, when they vote for these uh, uh, Republican people, and they were like, so that until we can solve that problem, they were like, we think we're gonna run into the same thing in 2020, like when it's time for reelection. Well, that's why I said six years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Motherfuckers gonna win a second time. And I think that that's fucking crazy. I right. think that I think one of y'all had mentioned it the last podcast. Ain't like 70. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, seven. And, and obviously, obviously, there's 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 some shit wrong with him too. Oh, no. He either is he, he couldn't early, find a car. Early stages of dementia. He couldn't find a car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the right here. Yeah, yeah, hey, right past the right car. Anybody that let the president walk up on the plane with toilet paper on their shoe, they don't like you, dog. Right. They nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. Nobody said anything. At all. Yes. Let them walk up there, wave and everything. That's it. Right. Nobody cares about you. But yeah, man, we, we need to. That's what we need uh, to do. But I was thinking though, um, and I think one of y'all had mentioned it on the uh, on the last podcast, and when you were talking about uh, the woman, you know, marching against uh, Washington and everything else, and Cause they're doing another march at the beginning of twenty nineteen. And yeah. uh, I think one of y'all had mentioned to the fact that there should be like a poll or somebody yeah. asked him, you know, okay, before you get into this area, before you get into this area, right. yeah, that was you. Yeah, they should do that. Right. You know, who did you, vote, who did you vote for? Well, who do you plan on voting for in the future? Why are you here, motherfucker? Exactly. Like, are you really an ally? Like, and I, I honestly, I think, funny, it's quite a scam. I think I've lost a couple of uh, Facebook friends because of our podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and thinking specifically about what I've said about white women being an issue, and I'll say it again because it's, it's proven. Like, I'm not just, I'm, it's not, I'm not saying it's, it's outside of my ass, right? Yeah, stats are right, right there. Stats are right there. White women are the problem. You. They, they vote against. They are literally right now the swing vote. Right. Like if they decided to go in the other direction, they wipe Republicans out all over the place. Right. But it makes me wonder. When Obama won his two terms, makes me wonder what the percentages were around that time. I'm assuming that they did the right thing. Why did these sudden change? That was the whole thing. It was like, so, uh, like, even, uh, you know, not, was it Dave Chappelle? It's been a couple people have talked about it, where it's like, yo, they just was not fucking with Hillary. They was not fucking with Hillary. Yeah. I was one of those. Which is, I mean, I, I understand. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I understand, like, even from the standpoint of, like, if you really wanted Bernie to come out and be, like, that person, but for, to, to the point, like they said, if, if you are going to participate in voting, then you have to choose between, you know, Hillary and, and uh, Donald Trump. Choose a lesser tweet. These motherfuckers about to try and, like, undo Roe v. Wade, like... Right. That, that ain't even going to be on Hillary's docket. Right. Like, she ain't... 
She ain't even thinking about that. Yeah. 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 She would have, for instance, what happened, would have said or held as much as, you know, we held or we hold these motherfuckers accountable. Saudi Arabia, you know, we gave them, you know, a little bad boy. Yeah. So it's the same. We stand with them when there's evidence from your own intelligence <laughs> telling you that Trump these did. motherfuckers had something to do with it. They right? asked Trump if, if, uh, if <laughs> they asked that fool when he thought about, like, uh, the, you know, the evidence now, because there's more and more coming out every day, that, uh, what's the name, Kajogi? I shouldn't even try to pronounce it. Yeah. Okay. But the reporter, yeah, yeah, they yeah. got killed. And they, he was like, you know, the press had, was the one who ordered it. Everything Trump said, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> they ain't talking about this shit like he was getting ice cream. Right. Maybe. Maybe Yeah, then they chopped the body up. Yep. Yeah. Terrible. Bone saw. Terrible. Yep. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Wipe that nigga out. Yeah. Oh, just like what he said when he went to California and he and they were interviewing him. I'll tell him about the leaves. You know, if we could rake the leaves up, you know, we wouldn't have. You know how big of a fucking job that would be. Like, does he realize how big a, a forest? Yes. He said he compared California to some other other country. I've got. I can't remember what name. Finland and Sweden. Yeah, you know, because they're they're a forest country, you know. So and they have, I guess they send people out to break the. But but here's the thing. He used two of the most socially, uh, uh, social socialists. Uh, countries to prove a point like all that money comes from the government which he you know and his followers harp on right. you know trying to make the government smaller and open marketing capital you know market or whatever the fuck they call that shit yeah. capitalism um, I don't understand why ain't nobody throwing like a full shitty diaper at him or something by now. Like nobody's throwing anything at him. He ain't got shoot tree. How long was Bush in office when he had the shoot throwing? That was in his last year. Like so it was like eight, year. seven years, yeah. eight years. Yeah. Damn. Look, 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 but his reflexes were all important. Oh yeah, yeah. no. Bush was, he, he was like, like ninja shit. Do it again. You know what I'm saying? Adley was always ninja shit. He had a his face too. Like, they got to move that fast. Matrix shit. You know, ain't no way Trump got them kind of reflexes. Nah, he, 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 That's why I'm. Why has nobody thrown anything at this nigga? Hilarious. Oh Some my god. Shit. How, no, no, hey, no, don't I feel like if he got hit, he wouldn't even show his face for like a week. No, he would. He, he, nah, he, it would piss him so. off and he would start his whole trying to become the exalted ruler of the United States shit. We, we needed to be a alone. we needed to be a Caucasian male though, because it can't be any other culture. Oh, he already, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, I mean, yeah, he probably do life in prison for throwing some shit at the president, right. but but yeah, it needs to be a Caucasian male because he's invisible to their crimes. Like he cannot see anything they do. When they're, you know, main terrorists in the United States, he can't see that. So I want to see if he gets hit by one, what's he going to say? Right. Like, what are you going to come up with there? Just a dirty diaper. Just one that just. That would be. It's been sitting for like three days and it's like stale and solid and wrap that motherfucker up like a softball and just side of that head. Mm. I, w- I would pay to see that. Right. Give me a. Be a hero. Uh, 
top of that, they had two more shootings since the last time we talked. I think it's probably actually more than that, but two that um, recently. One in Chicago, one in Denver. Three people dead in Chicago. I think two people either injured or dead in Denver. So yeah, you know, motherfuckers keep talking about no gun control, but motherfuckers ain't controlling their guns. Here we go again. Um, so yeah, we'll just leave that at that. Move on, rest in peace uh, to Jamil. For uh, real, man. Yeah. I hope his family sues the fuck out of that city. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. As soon as they ask him, yeah. What do you do if you're a kid whose parent gets, you know, killed by the police? Um, in that type of way. I wonder, like, once they grow up. I mean, I'm assuming um, that, of course, you could, the family sues and. Where is the kid that's like the you know, I need the little girl from uh you remember Kill Bill? Where um Where she said come see me. She said come she killed Bill Fox and yeah. she was like you feeling yeah. salty, you know, come yeah. see me. And that little girl was looking at her like I'm coming to see you. I'm coming to see you. Your bitch ass, I'm coming to see you. Supposed to be doing another one. Oh word? Yeah, and I think that's supposed to be the premise that wow her her, her daughter comes in and, and kills off uh, Beatrice and then the two daughters go at it. Or some shit like that. Okay. That, yeah, it'll be dope. That'll be dope. I watch it. I like both movies, so. But yeah, where is that kid? I, I need the kid that's vowing revenge at the funeral. Like, right, you know what I'm saying? On some like Batman type shit. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 That won't even let that tear hit the ground. Just <laughs> 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 look on your face. <laughs> Real though, just ready, just ready, and all he do is everything that can get him closer to his goal. Like he learn how to investigate motherfuckers right. and find out where you live. Bring and, out, get yeah, shit. Nigga learn nerves. Yeah, he swole. Be, uh, be friends like one of the cops, like you know, uh, uh, family members. You Hell know, yeah, uh, kid or something like that. Hell yeah, gets in close and then one night just strikes. Get him a whole arsenal I mean, and shit. You know, honestly, we don't know because there have been so many. That's in the first place that we could be raising kids like that now, you know, because it could happen the 10, 20 years from now, you know, all of a sudden. Most of the ones I all, Yeah, be like all, 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 all of a sudden you see all, you know, all these shootings and, you know, possibly, you know, cops that, that have been, you know what I'm saying? Because of what they did, you know, this might 10, be the birth of the Punisher. Ago. It could be. You know what I'm saying? Black Punisher. Black Punisher. Punisher. Oh shit! Black Punisher. It could be. I mean, could we prediction the future? Taking down fucked up cops. They're near you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That girl from Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> We don't like they could be, you know. Hey man, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, that requires a lot of, a lot of angst yeah. and intensity. Yeah, like, and, and, and fucking commitment, like you yeah, have to, to basically live double life or live a double life, and that's a that's a year worth of planning and shit. What also takes a smart ass kid. Like that damn, what was that movie with Jamie Foxx and the old boy where he his family got killed and he was murking niggas from in jail? Law abiding citizen. I've never seen that. What? I think I've seen the end of it. Yo! I need y'all to do your homework. Okay. I need y'all to see that movie. No, they got it on Netflix or some shit. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Probably. No. Guess what comes on Netflix uh, December 1st? What's that? 
the greatest movie that's ever been made. Last Dragon. Last ever Dragon. known to man. Last Dragon. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Take my at a time. <laughs> you know I got that sound check. what all wise men say to me. <laughs> on there. What's called the soundtrack came out today I was listening to um, Creed 2. Oh, word. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. They got a track with Cole and uh, some chick in school. Nigga, I, I track with K-Dot. I don't stay up on new music like I used to. Like, music nowadays just doesn't inspire me at all. Like... I know you're on that, on that thought that's about to drop. That oh, black yeah. thought. Of course I'm going to be on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course I'm going to be on that. <laughs> Favorite MC. Nigga, so what's wrong with you? Because of you. Of course. Yeah. Foolish. But, uh, yeah. I've been on that, um, that y'all told me about it, um, with, uh, Nice Wonder and, um, Jabba's. Yeah, I love too. that so far. I yeah, mean, that joint is dope. I want to listen to a few joints off of that. And the track with Cole is ridiculous. Cole Which one? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, Rhapsody. Yeah, yes. that's really nasty. It's the job. I was right here on the way to work. Um, yeah, Rhapsody hurt I mean, that motherfucker. Yeah, she did. She did. She killed it. And, I mean... <clears throat> I like that one. I, actually, it's funny because I, I, I feel like I don't know a lot of Knives. Like, the, outside of Rhapsody and, like... Uh, What's the other dude name? I don't know, like those, but they fucking the beats be nice and they yeah. ride the whole crew. Soul Council, as far as producing, is dope. Crisis is dope. Yeah. Uh, Do you like Jaleel Beats? No. Hmm. No. No. I had to think about it. No, I don't know. And I rocked that Black Eyed Peas for about three weeks. Yeah, I still have I still have to Man. You're just not listening to shit. Not at all. He need a copy. It's really good. They went back, you know. Like I said, you know Fergie on that shit. <laughs> they got rid of Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> they did. She kind of killed it for herself. And, and you know, rid of uh, what's her name? He, he, ain't, he ain't with her no more. Yeah, oh, she's. Uh, yeah, she had posted I on know. Twitter that she was independent. How happy she was. Yeah, she full of shit. Yeah, she is. Probably scared. Yeah. Um, what you call it? Uh, Travis Scott, whose album did really well this year. I like one like two tracks on there, but I didn't know he was signed to to Ti. So we got like a few people up under him. Travis Scott. What I will say, uh, uh, Ti son Damani is nice. With spitting or what? Spitting. Really? Yeah. The the the. Is he dropping something? He already did. So. The album EP what? Uh, I think it was a, I think it was a full album. Was under what name? Damani? Damani oh. Harris? I had to check that out. Yeah, yeah, he's nice. He got go. And I'm not talking about, oh, he's nice for, you know, a young cat. No, he got go like, really? he, he might be better than his dad when it comes to spitting. Really? Yeah. It's like that? Yeah, he got go. He got go. I mean, he's still a young kid. He's still doing the trends that, you know, young kids do. But when he when he gets busy, he gets busy. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Let's check him out. Uh, we got the joint in 2017 too. Yeah, yeah, you got a couple of joints out there. 
I did not know this. Let's get into this next. Amygdala. Joy. Um... Talk about uh, going to see Mr. LeVar Burton. Oh, man. Uh, what so, an experience. So we went, we actually did it. <coughs> well, two of us did it. Yeah. Uh, went to go see. We and, showed up. And it, it, was, uh, it was definitely an experience. First off, folks living down, have you ever been to the Majestic? It's like going to your grandmother's house or something like that. Like, <laughs> smell old as hell. Uh, looked old as hell. The seats were fucked up. <laughs> Uh, seats were just really tight. Like, yeah, really, really tight. Like, if I felt like the seats was built for niggas with one leg. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like you, you can't really spread your legs to get comfortable. Like, yeah, in a regular seat, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Let your balls hang loose and like that. Oh no, no, no wasn't none of that. that. Like it was a lady who sat right next to me with her kid on the other side, and my knee hit hers like several times. Right. So. I, mean, I think we, we we hit each other's knee. Yeah. A couple of times. Luckily, I had the aisle seat, so I had a little bit more put my leg out like this, or or not. It was just gonna fall off right then and there if I didn't have that rule. My but, leg uh, dropped. But then Wait, time we, to go. When we were when we were sitting there, I was noticing people coming in, and this really really big lady came in there, and like her seat was in the middle, and I was like, how? Why? Why are you doing that to yourself? Because that's rule number one. If you, if you you know if you're a healthier person, like, you, you need to be on that end seat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You need to be on that out seat. The shizzle. And if you're not, like, you gotta walk in the middle and ask people to get up and like, where are these motherfuckers going? And you're shit? gonna have a bad experience. Like, yeah. when the lady and her son came to sit by us. I got all the way up and walked out into the aisle so they could sit. They sit down because they no more school. Because she was school ass a bit all on me and whatnot. You know, yeah. it would have been real awkward. So just watching them trying to navigate that shit was awesome. was hilarious. And then, uh, I like to give people the, the dick sometimes instead of the ass. Yeah, a lot of times, I, a lot of times, I, I'm kind of at an angle like that, mm-hmm. going front way, and then depending on what I'm looking at, I might switch. You know, I just give people that really look. Like if I have to go into the middle of the aisle, I look at them really. <laughs> like you see me. <laughs> Really, motherfucker? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't gonna move. Okay. Okay. Me walking, walking front ways or sideways ain't gonna really make a fucking difference. So get the fuck out the way. Right. Bring your ass out to the eye. Right. Because you're gonna feel weird because I don't gotta either put my ass in your face right. or my dicks in your face. I do right? ass. Yeah. Just as, as punishment. Because there's always that one dude that's just gonna sit there. So. <laughs> get the fast. You know Next time you'll have to get up. Yeah. But um it was an experience like uh like you were saying. Uh um, man. I guess we can talk about how it initially started. Yeah. So uh we get there and we just sitting there, were they even playing music or anything like that? Or nah, we just, nah, we're just sitting was, there talking and shit. Coming in. Yeah. And people showed up mad late. Like, there was yeah. one dude that showed up right in the middle. I was like, you paid a hundred and some odd dollars or how much ever you paid and shit to, to get in there or whatever. So, sitting there, chopping it up. He walks out on stage. You know what I'm saying? Of course, everybody's clapping and whatnot. And, you know, it's fucking Lamar Burton, man. You know? That's right. The legend. The legend. man. Man. Myth. Reading Rainbow. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, he sits down. And the whole premise of the whole tour is that he's reading short stories from local mm-hmm. artists. Mm-hmm. And I honestly thought the story that he read by the lady here was dope. I'm like, I can see it. It's like, this shit could be a fucking movie. Yeah, It'd yeah, be a yeah. good one, too. Yeah. Um, painted that picture. He painted, he painted, he painted he reads the reads so seamlessly that you, you like, it, it's like it lulls you into, like, you there. Right. 
You know, because there's no it, there's no stuttering, there's no missing of right. word. There was no like. I think he and she said, "Yo, if you, I didn't even catch that. Right. Man. You caught that shit. Yeah. That nigga was so cold. I was like." And then he had the little the dude with the little triangle. Uh, yeah, I forgot what it was called. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So he had some music playing like during certain parts. Right. And, and his voice was so smooth. Yeah, man. Like, I went to sleep. Like, I dozed off like once or twice. And it wasn't out of boredom. It was because the motherfucker put you to sleep and yeah. shit. Like, we should, we should definitely send him to negotiate shit for us. Right. Like, as a country. Right. Like, well, send him Burton. <laughs> He says, Danny, you don't have to take my word for it. He just walks out the room and goes in. Yeah. Hostage negotiation situation. Well, let me tell you a little story. And then just starts breaking out this story. Yeah, and then you try to get Yeah, hostage just sliding out the back. Sliding out the back while they're captivated by the story. So I was like, But, uh, so, uh, yeah. This was the story. The story was cool. Yeah. And then Q&A comes up, and we look at each other like, it's our time to shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. once motherfuckers started to get up and ask questions, we were like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, the environment was a little different from what I thought. I'm, I'm, okay, so in my mind, I'm thinking, like, we're going to be chilling there to do a Q&A or whatever. I go up there with the Bluetooth and be like, hey, thank you for reading. Great. Da, da, da. Check out this. But it was like, it, it was much like Courtney already said. It wasn't a lot of association with Reading Rainbow. But then also, it was some strange motherfucking people there. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I knew if I played that shit, nigga, I'm finna get booed and escorted out. You know what I'm saying? Because these motherfuckers was. Yo, some of the he had some of the weirdest fans, like Yo, uh, yes, out there in yes. the world. And the, the the when the first dude came up to ask a question, his voice had me rolling. I just busted out laughing. Like I, I don't even think I even think that did that shit loudly too. Oh my gosh! Like, but uh, it got to this one lady. Uh, oh boy! And she introduced herself. She was like, "My name is, you know, we'll just say Carol." But you know, you know, y'all know me online is Bathtub Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> you was quiet. Me and this dude, like, yeah, was like, quiet. Quiet. everybody, everybody had this eyes. Like, like, looked at each other, like, okay, I've never seen this lady before in my life. So, uh, yeah, just give y'all an idea of what we were. So, Bathtub Mermaid. Um, my ass had no business number one being in the bathtub and or a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bathtub manatee or bathtub killer whale. Yo, Gi- giant mermaid baby. Like I don't. Even, and their question was, wasn't, was she the one who asked the question or said something about her daughter? No, that was that was a couple of questions after. Her. So yeah, and then after the aptly named bathtub mermaid, there was another lady who. She asked a question and told a little story about her daughter being into uh, uh, something. Was, was it reading, reading Rainbow? It was one of them, but. No, uh, so he first uh, got introduced to LeVar through Star Trek. Right, right. And then apparently saw Reading Rainbow later and went up to her mom and told her, I didn't know Jordy could see or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. 
So she told us long. <laughs> she was telling us the story, and this this woman, this hefty woman, just starts like trotting down the aisle and pushing people out the way who were in line. I was like, oh shit! Like it's gonna be a whole incident. It was the daughter running up to the mic. To, what did she say? I don't even. She said her mom to start telling the story and shit because she was embarrassed. Yo, this was not. These were not our people. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah, it was, we, yeah. we was on another planet. Yeah. On the coolest scale, I think, we were at, you know, 8, 9, yeah. 10 maybe. Yeah. And these motherfuckers are like negative 36. At least. Um, and, and this let me know, too, that these are these are LeVar's people. He, he didn't bat no eyes. Like... He, he didn't stammer in either. Right. He was knocking down questions. Left and right. Yeah, chuckling, cracking a little joke. Yeah, yeah. hypothetical joints about, you know, if Jordy did this and Jordy, like, those are yeah. like, he's there asking some weird Don't asking him about this, some episode of Star Trek where he stalked some chick and it was disturbing and all this shit. I was like, yo, uh, this, this ain't it. This ain't it. This so, ain't it. Uh, all that to say that we did not get up and present the beat. To uh, to uh, to uh, Lavar, and uh, I also say that you know my brother was right. Uh, shot him at Twitter and went out about our business, and you know we would say a little change. <laughs> 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 I mean, it, but it was still a double experience. I mean, he dropped right? a couple gems though. Oh, oh yeah, on that. he well, did drop some gems. One thing he said, he said. Um, uh, believe something about believing in yourself because mm-hmm. if you don't believe in yourself, how can you expect anybody else to? Yep, which blew my fucking mind. He's like, he's fucking right, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, uh, and that's then, that's when he somebody had asked him how did he get started with what he was doing, right? Yeah, him and the author, right? right. And, the, and the author, um, yeah, she was going to drop some gems. I wish I remember the name, I wish I remember the name of the story, uh, but uh, it was dope. Uh, it was a dope experience. Uh, yeah, and she said she her. I think the thing that she that she said stood out to me was uh, that you know she loved to write, and of course she like anybody else wanted to be a writer and get paid for her services. But she was like she got turned down hundreds of times. Right. Then she said she said something like out of all the like I've had about seven, uh, fifteen to seventeen different articles uh, uh, published. Mm-hmm. But I've also had 16, 6, 600 to 700 rejected. Yeah. So it's like, you got to love what you do. It's, yeah, she said you got to focus on, on doing what you love. Um, and she said, uh, well, I'm paraphrasing, but what I what I took from it was not being worried so much about monetizing it right. or getting paid for it, but making time to do what brings you joy. Because she said it's easy like when you're trying to make it and trying to get money for it, for it to not be fun for you anymore. And she was like, you got to find that joy in it and, and maintain that space. Right. That was dope. So all in all, I mean, it was a good experience. Yeah. It was cold as fuck that day. Yeah. I didn't think I needed a coat. Shout out to Michelle, one of our listeners. She was there, too. Yeah, she was. Michelle was in the building. She was. So I got to meet Michelle. Yeah. All in all, it was a pretty dope experience, man. Yeah, yeah. The track is done, I guess. Uh, I really don't like it. See? Here we go. Uh, I thought about trying to redo the ending or something like that. I may may work on that this weekend. I mean, I may just post it as is. And uh, just kind of... He does this all the time. That's cool. No, look, but I think the track was really just something that was like that door just to get him back to, to doing his thing. Maybe. 
Yeah, if you can get out of your own way, you know, that'd get be out great. Of own head. Yeah. That'd be great. Kiss my ass. Oh, okay. Get out of his own head. Number two. He does this all the time. Oh. My hard drive is doing something fucking weird, so I think I need a new hard drive. You mean kill her love it for like about three or four days, and then after that, he starts to hate it. Well, I didn't like it from jump. Yeah, he did. He did say he didn't like it. I didn't like it from jump. So yeah, that's the first. Because usually he likes it for about a minute. I didn't like it. I think the drums, the drums are dope. It's just trying to get all the elements in the song that everybody knows. It's fucking hard. Because a lot of that shit, when it, like, uh, for instance, uh, I can't be anything happens on a fucking downbeat. And it yeah. makes it really fucking awkward to play drums around that shit because it's, you know. Yeah, you fixed it, but you can you still kind of hear it if you're paying attention. Yeah. So, uh, just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. So uh, it, was, it was good. Good experience. Yeah. Good and weird. Good and weird. With bad, shout out to Bathtub Mermaid. Wherever bathtub you Mermaid. Get your bathtub. You made an ass. impression. You made an impression. Mermaid having. If if she takes baths with like a mermaid bottom, that's some weird shit. What if she takes pictures with the mermaid bottom? That's what I assume. Yeah. Because why would you go by the name if you're not at least one time? Oh no! Don't look for it. Uh, oh no! To <coughs> man, she man. fucked up. Apparently, this is a song. Oh wow! By who? That's Millie. Millie? Who? Millie. Oh, I thought she said Nelly. Uh, I'm about to say I don't remember no. She was saying everybody knew her back to a mermaid, and she didn't come up. Well, see, that was the funny thing to me when she, she said it. Pink hair. She didn't say on what platform people know her that she had pink hair. Uh, she had pink hair. I think her hair was blonde, wasn't it? Hell, I don't know. It was it was disturbing. Because <laughs> as, as soon as she said something. Yo, that's probably her! Oh, my God! How many followers she got? One. <laughs> Is that her? That's probably her. I don't Motherfucker, know. Motherfucker, yeah. Yeah, damn! I think so. Is that her? Yeah. Yo. Yo. Well. No, because it says class of 2020. That ain't her. Okay. This is the only lady. I don't know who I'm in. Yeah. Put your hands out. Is she, uh. Oh, she don't have no post. High school junior. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nah. Yeah, that's not her. This, this lady was. Yeah, she was in her 40s, 50s. 50s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, grown enough to not be fucking playing bathtubs and mermaids. Grown enough that calling yourself bathtub mermaid don't seem like a good idea. Right, you know, can I call you Pam? Kind of go by your actual name. Right. The thing that, that the only thing that stood out to me was she said people know me by that on the internet, but she didn't say on what. So yeah, it was she like, on what? It could be anything from Pornhub to Twitter. Like, what the fuck? Right. I don't know you, lady. Well, she's on LinkedIn. It's bad bird, bathtub mermaid. <laughs> Business professional. professional. LinkedIn backslash bathtub mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> we send the bathtubs and shit, son. Mermaid. Check me out. Mermaid in this bitch. This is the thing that she talks like DMX when she introduces herself to somebody. Bathtub. <laughs> 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 
Oh my goodness. When I sit down at night in the bathtub, <laughs> everything's out of sight in the bathtub. <laughs> Stays in jail, man. Just like they did on top five with uh, you know, nigga Chris Rock got put in jail. Yeah, nigga doing this. That was the funniest that part of that movie. movie. Though. I ain't gonna lie, they made the movie. They made the movie. I think what made the movie was his significant other. Oh wow. Who is? I can't. I've only watched it once because I can't do it. It just it disturbs me. That him and and uh, Rosario. Yeah, man. Why not? Eric Andre, they like. I, I get what you're saying. I don't understand that. And then, and wait, wait, tra- wait. He's traded up too. Like, have you seen this new girl? No, before that. So it, it disturbs me and it lets me know I'm on the right track because Eric Andre is light skinned. So I'm like, okay, I see, I see what direction you you going with it. Obviously, she usually dates white boys. So she moved over to it. So if he ain't really torched the bridge, then there's still hope. Yeah, had Rosario, be, shout out to Rosario. That had to be a weird person to be in a relationship with. Man, it's always somebody like that though. Like somebody that's really extroverted in a weird, crazy way with somebody just absolutely fucking gorgeous for some reason. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. That they always line up like that. It just makes no sense to me. Russell Brand. Who, he was with uh, old girl who was saying what's Katie Perry. Yeah, they were together for a long time. Yeah, for a very long time. <clears throat> who else is a fugly as a dime? There's a lot of them. Bob and Angelina. Yeah, but she was a weirdo. She is a weirdo anyway. Yeah, that one wasn't so much. Huh? It seemed like her and Brad fit each other perfectly, and her and Billy Bob was just awkward. It was like one of them awkward relationships. Like, is that yeah. your uncle? Why is your uncle? Why is he grabbing your butt like that? Like, wow, you and y'all are really close. <laughs> this family's doing weird oh, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Fuck this. Um, yo, uh, wanted to get into um, my man Shannon Shaw. Skip SR! Come on, Skip! That is my dude. Skip! Um, Shout out to Sharp, man. Dude is a national treasure. Absolutely. He, he's one, he's broke as fuck. Oh, I completely. I always spoke out about the, you know, the whole police brutality. Unashamed, boldly. And doesn't give a fuck what you think about yep, it. Right. He doesn't. Um, Keeps it 1,000. Keeps it 1,000. And he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but the odd thing is, to me, is is him and uh, Skip Bayless as a as a duo. <clears throat> Yeah, like they, they don't really seem like they'd be two people. Yeah, that I would. mean, I wouldn't have thought I wouldn't have thought of putting them together. Right. You know, 
So it was a, it's a bad pairing, but it works. You know, it does work. Works. I'm not a fan of Skip. I ain't never been a fan. Not, of Skip. Not, not many people are a fan of Skip. Yeah, yeah. My reason that I don't and can't stand Skip is his. Uh, he's a he's a hater to the umpteenth degree, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it comes to LeBron. Hey, and from what I understand, were you telling me that he was trying to get the exclusive rights to do an interview with him or whatever? Yeah, that's what kind of that's what that's what kind of started the whole you know the, the whole hating thing. Him, and him and, and Jason Whitlock, right? Yeah, fuck Jason Ooh, Whitlock. Fuck yeah, like, on site, dude, like you know, you you got your boy. Me, and I would yeah. have, I have to keep Jason Whitlock on site. Excuse me, fuck it, I don't care. Like he earned it. Yeah, he, he definitely earned it. Yeah. Him, him, and I uh, get my girl to 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 handle say still them two motherfuckers. I I never I I never really like cared for Skip for the same reason I'm not really into a Stephen A. Smith. Like I just feel like they just Stephen A. Smith's a loud. He's just loud and they loud and and abrupt and. I think like it's just, yeah, it's it's like having a conversation with somebody who just not gonna let you talk. Right. They got to get all this shit out. Like to me, that's at, annoying. At higher volume. Like yeah. just yelling. So I, I'll be in the conversation. Seeing either of them in a high concentration, I, I can't do it. Come on, skip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Matter of fact, the quietest I've ever seen Skip is when Shannon was talking about the uh, like police killings and right. all that kind of stuff. Like he was agreeing, but quiet. Right. Now he ain't loud and shit no more. Now you all like yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. He's a little bit more tolerable. Yeah. Now that he's on Fox, maybe that was like a, a, an issue and why ESPN decided to give him, you know, or, you know, they parted ways or whatever. They need to have a... Uh, I just remember when it was Skip and... Um, Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. Jalen was... Laid into him, right? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you look it up. Look it up on YouTube. Skip. It, it, had, it had to do with LeBron and hating mm-hmm. as usual. And Jalen was like, "Skip, you you don't know shit. You've never played. Mm-hmm. Hey, you never played. Oh, like, you, you, you average what two minutes and two points when you were like junior high, or high school or something like that. But like, oh, he you know, crushed him like that. Yeah, yeah he he went straight to the juggler. And they, they chose Jalen apparently. So you know, hey. or maybe they wouldn't fire Jalen. Maybe that's the reason why he left. You know. Yeah. Um, Jalen has his own show anyway. Well, that too. He tight with uh, Bill Simmons, so he's going to always stay. Like, whenever Bill doing anything, he bring Jalen in. Right. They had, like, a whole little, not podcast, but, like, a web show going for a minute. Oh, word? Yeah. That's Jalen's wife, you know, Molly. That's right. Yeah, they're That's married right. now. The, the host of uh, the of, uh, First Aid. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're married now. Yes. Yes. Man. Know who they need to have pair up? Man. Shannon Sharp and Dale Hansen. Let them niggas be Starsky and Hutch. Oh, wow. Now that would be interesting. Goddamn sports social justice warriors. They used to be superheroes. Go up to Jayla. Have you seen the, the cartoons he does where he talks about uh, 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 his past basketball? Uh-uh. Oh, it is hilarious. The time that he had, he had uh, stolen um, Patrick Ewan's TV. <laughs> It's hilarious. Was this on YouTube? No, it's it's, it's part of his show. It's called Jalen and Jacoby. Okay, yeah, yeah. You probably, probably can't find him on on, on YouTube yeah. though. And the uh, <laughs> and when you talk about Jordan, when Jordan came back for the third time, he's called Jordan Fat. It uh, it is it, the little cartoons he makes that they make while he's like while he's narrating is hilarious. But that's when Jordan busted his ass for like forty five, fifty, or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Ain't he the one that Kobe put the 80-something on, too? 
Yes, he talks about that also. Because <laughs> I remember he they had the commercials. They had, and they had, they had, they was doing commercials together yeah. for them. Yeah. commercials was funny as fuck. Yep. They show up at the restaurant and stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what happened to the days of ESPN doing fucking funny dope commercials with athletes? Every, every now and then they make one. I think, I think, because they had everybody in that bitch. And a lot of the regular, uh, uh, you know, sportcasters aren't there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. Jamel leave? Yes. She's gone. She's she gone. works for the Atlantic now. I figured both of them was going to bounce after yeah. that because they, they, they went the wrong way with it. ESPN did, I mean. I watched the show, The Six. It was it was a good show. Yeah. I watched it a couple times. Yeah. I ain't watched it a lot, yeah. but I don't, I don't watch that shit a lot anyway. Right. Well, Gordy is not a fan of, of Michael Smith, are you? Not really. Why? Just because of what Hugh Douglas said about him. What did he say? Um, remember they used to be, uh, oh, what was it called? Uh, the number show used to be him, her, and Michael Douglas. Well, apparently um, they were at some event and Mike went up to uh, say what's up to Mike and he kind of like played him to the left. Hello. You talking about Hugh Douglas? Hugh Douglas. Oh, okay. I was watching Douglas. Uh, Hugh Douglas. Uh, and played him to the left and said some shit like that. Uh, that, that pissed him off. And uh, Hugh said like something to the effect like, what the fuck, man? Or something. <coughs> and Mike, after the event, pulled him to the side. Said, Don't you ever talk to me like that. And such and such. And Mike was like, Hugh, Hugh is saying. And Hugh was like... He was like, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know you fucking right. and, and, and it took like 10 folks to keep him from whooping uh, Mike's ass that night. And then he come in the next day and he asked me and let him go. Oh. Yeah. So there's, there's an interview about it somewhere. Yeah, Interesting. Shit online, but, I didn't yeah. know about that. Yeah. But I, I knew after they, they had suspended Jamel, I was like, oh, yeah, she out of there. She bouncing. Cause they tried, though. <laughs> with the with the little talks and shit at the restaurant, they tried to get that's, that's the the it, and that was a good show. I watched that. Hmm. I watched that. That's trying to save face though. After you done fucked up, like, cause why? Why? Right. And then let it play off. Let it play off for like a year, and then say we mutually parted ways and shit. Yeah, so I, I just thought it was cool. Honestly, right. well, honestly, I think she was done. I think she wanted out in the first place. That's just my. I think she did it intentionally. Yeah, I think she wanted out. I think, you know, I, I think because, I mean, they, they kind of, to me, they kind of downgraded her because, you know, they, they, they had their own show, The Six, and then, of course, you know, then she gets demoted to making these, you know, which I thought the show was good, you know, her doing interviews and shit like that. Right. You know, um, but I think, honestly, just the vibe I get, I think she kind of wanted out, and I guess she wants to make her own way. And I'm, I'm cool with that, man. Cause she, uh, she's smart. She's, she's a smart woman, very smart woman. They just a launcher pad for people now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you notice the motherfuckers leave ESPN and go on the bigger and better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. My boy, yeah, my boy Bill went and built the whole website. Got a show that got canceled, but we got a show on HBO. Yeah, I'm about to say it don't come on anymore. Right? Yeah, I think this shit got canceled. But he's he's got his own site now, The Ringer, his own writers, and he he, get, he his podcast niggas interviews with like fucking top people all the time. Right. So. He ain't tripping. Yeah. Still making that bread. Living that good life. Yeah. 
Boston to LA. But uh, that's back to the original. Yeah. I think it's Shannon, Shannon Sharp. That's yeah, man. Should be protected at all costs. <laughs> Absolutely. It's hilarious. Absolutely. Woke as hell. Skip. Come on, Skip. Hey, Skip. I was glad that he worked on his addiction because oh they clowned him when he first started doing yeah, it. Yeah, when he was on CBS, he was terrible. Yeah, he was terrible. He was terrible. Had a little stuttering problem. A little stammering. He wasn't, uh, what's his name? Old boy from New Jack City, but you know. There <laughs> <laughs> was. I had to go back and look, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all we got. <laughs> we all we got, motherfuckers. Been sitting here all day waiting on your ass. Hey, <laughs> Alan Payne, what? What happened to Alan Payne, man? We need to, bruh. I'm telling you, a website just for where are they now updates, like just. Bad. I think Alan that would Payne be dope. probably retired. And he he's played so many different roles. Do you know what I'm saying? Though yeah, he was on that. She was on. Um, one of those Tyler Perry shows for a while. Mm-hmm. Not Meet the Browns, but the other one. House of Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that shit's in syndication now, so he's making that syndicated money, so he probably don't give a fuck. Probably not. You yeah. don't like a website like that where you can just look up people, see what they're doing now? That'd be a huge database you had to put together. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. But it'd be like, uh, what you call it? The one that's the site that everybody goes to when they're trying to see if something is true or not. Uh, WikiLeaks, uh, w- Wikipedia, nah, uh, Snopes, Snoops, Snopes, yeah, whatever, Snoops, yeah. whatever. People go there and see if all oh, that's true or if they debunked it or whatever. Right. It'd be like that. Like, oh, you wondering about somebody? Like, fuck out in the Bokey Woodbine. <laughs> type man. Oh, okay, this nigga's robbing liquor stores now. Like, <laughs> 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 we give you real time updates. Nigga. He's being arraigned today at, at two p.m. Yeah, okay, is uh, in his uh, bathroom. <laughs> This apartment eating a whole looks like uh, Fruit Loops. <laughs> I just feel like nobody do do. Does anybody go through a day like that's over thirty where you don't have somebody pop in your head or hear their name something you think? Yeah, it happens. Just an idea. I mean, speaking of of him, he was actually in the um, he played Croc uh, in the. Um, uh, suicide, suicide. Oh, where? Yeah, he played the, the, the crocodile. No, he, didn't. he didn't. That wasn't him. Or the beast, the dude from uh, Oz. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Another ball head, nigga. Okay, y'all look like. I thought of that too because I heard it was some podcast I heard where he was on he was talking about how he got into the business and stuff I I, I used to title a podcast yeah 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 I'm yeah you know what I'm gonna do that I'm gonna pull up some stuff I'm gonna do I'm gonna put on Facebook maybe one or two people where are they now type shit and just see if people respond to right. it see what they say that would, uh, that would take a shit. lot of research to find out what that person is I mean you got the internet right I mean I ain't trying to find out like exactly where he is today just right. like just what you been up what to, been up to? How many what are you using had out yeah what are you a part of maybe something like oh this person got started here you know them from this this is what they doing now and I'll pick like one black person and one white person and just see see what happens. Alright. Sounds interesting. Uh, with the holiest of holy days coming up tomorrow, uh, 
Yes. One, number one, number one, Thanksgiving gets absolutely no respect. There's no Thanksgiving direct, uh, decorations. There's no thanks, Thanksgiving carols. I ain't yeah, it. I know. Because when I was in Austin this past weekend, we went to a Christmas tree lighting. And I'm like, damn, they just skipped Thanksgiving right, ass. Like, fuck yeah. y'all. I mean, I guess it's, it's, it's associated with, you know, the mass genocide of, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, ain't really something that's you know PC to celebrate these days. Uh, I personally think you should ha- that we should have a Thanksgiving esque holiday each month, like a monthly one of coming together, your family and friends. Right. Hmm. Exactly. Then it doesn't have to be associated with genocide and Columbus and all that. Right. This is just something we do. Every yeah. Year. Every year. Yeah. I mean, because from what I hear, if you go to like Spain, they have siestas in the middle of the day, where you know I don't know if they necessarily get together with their family but it's like a one to two hour break mm-hmm. you go home do whatever Absolutely. you're doing yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's a part of their culture you know what I'm saying like we all have this culmination of this one time like it should be more of a monthly thing like have more interaction more of that time with family if you can stand it right I can already see where this is going to go I mean, but still I you mean what you can you don't have to do with family it's to with friends yeah like a Friendsgiving yeah, yeah. Friendsgiving me, me and Bridget actually talked about doing that shit Friendsgiving is dope like in just the middle of the year like some but, random march hey, we could actually yo, get that would be fire of the inner circle we just throw in a circle of, of friends that we never see. Oh, what? Yeah, the, the crew. The crew. Oh, God. Become, yeah. Become part of the crew. Part of the crew. There's no crew. My ass ain't yeah, no crew. crew. Y'all already know KT? That's one. Y'all met, y'all met Udo before, didn't you? Yeah, you met Udo. It's got me saying that. It seems to be more than that. Yeah, but y'all ain't all like get togethers and shit. Like, it seems like they're mad for it. Because y'all been posting videos over the night. Yeah. Videos, you know. Posting videos in uh, Oak Cliff, meeting, you know. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, it's like that shit happens every day or something. Yeah, that was one time. I mean, who knows what the next day gonna happen? Who gonna meet Obama next? Next <laughs> brother, you know what I'm saying? For real. I mean, y'all would understand, like, if for whatever, if he's like, you can't tell anybody because it's Obama. Then you don't go. It's a security threat. Oh, wait, I'm not gonna meet him because y'all can't yeah. go? Shit. That's all right. We got a circle. We just can't come. Yeah, exactly. We got a circle. We make your own circle. Make our own circle. <laughs> make our own circle. <laughs> we don't need your circle. Fuck your circle. Your circle back anyway. Anybody, anybody won't be your fucking ass circle. My <laughs> <laughs> circle been better. Shit. Uh, but anyway, uh, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Friendsgiving. Uh, holiday season and whatnot. So I thought I would share some tips. All right. Cooking tips. Um, how to have a successful Thanksgiving. First, get your notepads. Um, the bird, the centerpiece of the whole thing. You always do turkey? Shit, nigga, we have multiple turkeys usually. Have you ever done? I've, I've known people, some people do uh, Cornish hens. No. You ever done that? No. Because no. no. I was going to do is piss me off because it's so small. tiny and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just put the whole thing in your mouth and a pool. The turkey is important. One, unthaw it. 
Mm. All the way. That's probably a good idea. Like, you, 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 when you buy it, it's frozen as fuck. It's like a rock. You just buy it, it's not a but that motherfucker is going to hurt. Put it in the refrigerator until you pull it out. Uh, let it sit out. I know they say don't let it, let it defrost in the refrigerator or whatever. Let it sit out overnight um, in the sink. Uh, I was reading an article, Food Network, saying that you really don't need to uh, rinse your meat. Before you cook it, fuck that. I'm black. We just do yeah. it off. It, it, but it makes sense. The reason why they say you don't do it is because rinsing it off of your sink, if there's any E. coli or anything like that, it just spreads it. So. Oh, word? Yeah. And cooking so it. So it just travels on the water like E. coli surfing on water? Right, it just sits on the surface on the, on the, on the, in the sink. And. Well, how can you cleanse it if it's. If, like, because something, you know, some things you can't just cook it and it's gone. Like, right. So then what do you do? I mean, with most things in food that are going to get you sick, you can. So E. coli, things that, ca- that cause food poisoning and shit like that. If you cook it to the right temperature, which it tells you, you know, on a pack, is I think it's 165, 170 for a turkey when it's done. Um, if you cook it to temp, you're good. You know, so... Another thing, cooking temp. Turkeys come in with a built-in thermometer. It comes in with that little red thing that pops out when we cook it, so you can at least know when it's done. But I have I have a digital thermometer, so I know, you know. Um, usually what I do, I always watch my bird, even though you're not supposed to, whatever. Um, buy an injector. Uh, Tony Sachery has different flavor ones. Buy an injector. Get ready to inject that motherfucker, but butter on that bitch. You season it up with your seasoning, your choices, or whatever, uh, and then inject it. Um, I do the tent method, so uh, on the pan, foil on the tent, uh, foil, tinted, and put it in the oven uh, per, I think it's 325, how many pounds, or whatever. Uh, leave the tent off for like a good hour, hour and a half, and take it off and let it cook uh, with the tent off so it can brown while basting it. Well, it does. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> so you don't fuck up the turkey. Make sure you take the uh, the tubeless and shit out of it. Look at that one, not. Look at that one, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me with that, see? Oh. There we go. Catch it. Yep. You sure? I'm gonna hit this mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gonna hit the mic. <laughs> Have y'all? I'm just curious if anybody listened to the podcast and seen my man who got the real thick neck. They they released his mugshot or whatever, and everybody on the internet been roasting him. Apparently, he got arrested again today. For what? What is this dude getting arrested for? Evading arrest, evading arrest, possession, felony possession of marijuana, driving on a revoked license. So yeah, my man is just is just catching it everywhere. Nah, 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 I ain't watching. We, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, we haven't seen the video. Weird. What the fuck? Yeah. And I feel a little bad that you're watching videos. Why are you watching video? What the fuck? I'm reading right, but he was just disinterested in the whole Yeah, he said, I wasn't there. Fuck y'all. Right. Yeah, well, I don't know how you can evade arrest when you have a physical trait that just, you know, stands out so much. Apparently he has some sort of scent disorder, but then I, I Like thyroid something. thing or what? Something starts with an L or something like that. Oh. And, uh, the, the lindictomy gland. Something like that. I just made that up. The fuck? No, it starts with N. It's like Noonan, 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 That's glandular problems. Yeah. 
Yeah. It does something. I won't let this nigga make it. His neck is real broad. With the neck, but they also have problems with bleeding and then eventually heart disease and some shit like that. Like, it's fucking sad. But uh, but I've also heard, I saw a line where they said he said he doesn't have that disease. It's like, uh, Dude, what the fuck is wrong with that? That nigga swallowed a I'm mad too because the neck is broad as fuck, right? It's, so it's abnormal, at least. And he decided to get that shit tatted. Like, right. Why? Why did you draw attention to it? I mean, Artie must have been happy when he came in. It's like, God damn, that's really a blank surface. That right. With. Right. He had to tell him to lean his head back or nothing. Right. He just. <laughs> <laughs> And the whole internet realizes it, so there's something going on. Hopefully, it's not detrimental to his health like that. But and I mean, motherfuckers, I mean, going in, you know. I mean, yeah, this nigga I'm might need to move. Sure. He keep getting arrested. That but move, much, I mean, he got arrested in a different state because I think originally he got arrested arrested in what Florida, and then this time around he got arrested in Alabama. So it seems like no matter where he goes, since he was in trouble with the law. So I don't necessarily feel. Too bad that he's getting roasted. I mean, it's hilarious. You know, I did my little shit too. You know, but that yeah, those comments, man, had me running. Man, I was sitting at work, laughed my ass off. Like, people was going in. I mean, relentlessly. Yeah, who knew there were so many neck jokes available? Right. Like, it's, it's, it was some reruns, but you know, hey, it still was funny. But you always got that that one or or two or three people. It's so childish that y'all are making fun of this man on the internet. Everybody has their line, I guess, where it's like, oh, you crossed the line, don't make fun of that. But then it does seem like some people are just like righteous, like self righteous crusaders yeah. or something. Oh, really? They don't want you laughing at nothing. Yeah. Right. Overly sensitive motherfuckers, basically. I just ignore them. I feel like even responding to them is dumb. Like it just encourages them to do shit like that. So Right. Whatever nigga. On to the next joke. <laughs> 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 hard to keep it up the water. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nigga supposed to be like, man, this ain't even funny no more. On to the next joke. Right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Uh, something happened and they'll forget about him. And then he'll get arrested again and then he'll be back. It's so funny what makes like a person like uh internet famous though. Like get some like even uh um what's the old old girl that got arrested? I'm, I'm legally blind. <laughs> so, so you can't say that to barely. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a, and see those some more people to put on like the where are they now type thing that those will be the hard ones to find out yeah about. for real right because they regular ass people but check them down six train hold it down 
Society, because everybody squeezes everything they can out of it, and, and they, they just gone. discard it. Right? Yeah. Like I was thinking about our boy that uh, found those uh, those three women that dude was holding captive in the house mm, in Cleveland. Yeah, and yeah. Saw the dead giveaway song and shit. Mm-hmm. You don't hear nothing from this dude no more. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? But for a minute, he was there. Yeah, yeah. he did his part. The question is, why ain't we done ringing the fuck out of the Kardashians? Why are these these chicks still around? So I just had read that post this past week. I think I shared it with y'all where it was saying that uh, the guy who leaked her sex tape admitted that she actually sold it to him. Like, so she sold it to him and had him do it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a leak. But, you know, she played out the whole, it was leaked and blah, blah, blah. Victor, Victor, well, I did, what I didn't know, just because I don't know anything about them, was that she used to be Paris Hilton's assistant. Right. So they were saying, you know, she got the front row seat to what a sex tape does for you as a as a right. Caucasian woman. Not only that, but she, she used to style for Brandy and them. That's how she knew Ray J. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she was just. I've seen the sex tape. I didn't feel like it was that impressive. She was kind of boring. Like she's a yeah. It wasn't. It was a lot of. To me, it reminded me of like. Motherfuckers having sex. Yeah. Like if I look up interracial porn, I hear some of the same stuff. Oh baby, oh my god, I want you to come on my face. Like it's. Wasn't wasn't nothing special. Yeah, there was nothing about it that was like whoa. I mean, other than the fact that she had a fat ass at that time, you know. Yeah, now it's like a. Yeah, but it, like but I mean, I, I feel like that's indicative of like what they do. This is manipulation of, you know, where I already see works. So they have their own way of keeping themselves and the, relevant. Yeah, and you know, Mom Dukes is masterminding yeah, them. Yeah, she did. Because I didn't know that she, you could have saw that was was happening in one family at one fucking time. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like. To the point where that like what was the 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 Jenner girl is worth so much and she ain't really did shit right. like she ain't. Right. Well, Forbes uh, Forbes got clowned for saying that she was felt she was self made. It's like nah, she yeah, had a little help. Right. Yeah, she had a little help. She had a lot of help actually. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. I know a, a lot of wasn't she one that that was uh, doing the run- runways too? Is that Jen? I know a lot, a lot of models were upset because she was doing that. She was trying to do that. Uh, she did that Pepsi commercial thing where it was. Um, <clears throat> what was it? It was something she did with but the Pepsi commercial. Like that. She gave out. the Pepsi to the police officers. Right, yeah, right, right, right. right. And that was how you solved uh, <laughs> like Pepsi police brutality and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, got in trouble yeah. for for the uh, t-shirts. We had talked about that. The Tupac t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, yeah. Big t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, but which one does has the modeling careers? I know that a lot of models were upset. It's not because it's not it's not Kylie because she's she's super thick. Fucking many uh, are there. I thought there was three. It's like eighteen though. Good God! Every 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 year there's like a new gender. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, factory. I know that it. a lot of models were upset because they they basically have went through the whole thing as far as putting in the news, putting in the news, and, and she, gets she gets it because of, of right. who she is. Right, which is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to like, and that's the whole thing. I think is the reason why people were mad about the whole self-made. She's like, nah, she got she got the shortcut to the game. You know what I'm saying? Like. She got the cheat codes. The rest of us in self made somebody like the the lady that started uh <clears throat> my girl talks about it's a shame that I know about this. Bobby Brown cosmetics or or um uh, what is that? Uh, Carol's daughter. Uh black lady 
uh, name the product out there mall was out there selling them all on the streets and then doing pop ups and whatnot and then so and so bought it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now she's huge or she moisturizing people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucked up recently. Uh, but those are self made. You know, not somebody whose sister happened to have a sex tape, got popular off of it, rolled her 15 minutes of fame for like an hour and 35 minutes and still riding it. And she capitalized off of that shit. Why, why is that even a big thing though? Like, why is, if, if okay, so I feel like. If me and you both do business or whatever in the same field, and we both at the at the height of our business, you say you self made versus I've had privilege. Like I mean, I understand what it means amongst us socially, but overall, like we still both making money. Like we still both rich. So what the fuck difference does it make if I was self made or not? I guess for people you know, on the outside, by saying that you're self-made and you're really not, like you, you're giving this self, you're giving this false perception that you actually, you know, went out there. Yeah, and paid your dues. It had that sweat, it's that sweat equity. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's no sweat equity there. You know, shit was given to you. You know, somebody yeah, yeah. approached you. But but so like, even if it's given to me though, like if we're in the same, so if you selling clothes and I'm selling clothes, but I got you know inheritance, mm-hmm. people still buying my shit. Like right. they don't give a fuck if I was self-made or not and they still buying your shit and some people don't care if you were self-made or not so I don't understand why uh, I mean, it becomes I a big deal I think people if they just if like say you got your inheritance and say you want to start your own company that's fine I think when people try to throw it in other people's faces you know what I'm saying you know they try to hold it up as try an accomplishment to, as an accomplishment you know I don't, I don't really know how to well I was I was I, where I was going with it was I think I feel like it's really like an archetype for Caucasian people because I don't know a lot of niggas who really like you know have like anything handed to them so it's like you self-made by default right you ain't even really got no fucking choice it's only those people that really come with the whole like oh wow I ain't have nothing handed to me I pull myself up by my bootstraps and stuff and it's like it shouldn't even be a thing like well, I mean, I think that's like a thing with Americans anyway, that whole, because it goes back to that, pulling themselves by, by some, where these bootstraps come from. Right, right. Are they in the shoe? Right. Are they outside? Yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah, they attached to the shoe? Do we you know? Know? Is that something yeah. that pilgrims used to wear? Because I know pilgrims had a winter season, like yeah. fashion thing. Exactly. Like, they got bootstraps, bootstraps in the summer. Yeah. Like, what boots are you wearing in these straps? Yeah. Somebody explain to us what the fuck bootstraps right. are. <laughs> Because all my boots have places. I just think like the yeah, idea of like wanting to convince somebody that you earned something versus it was given to you if you already have it is like a moot point. I think right. I think it's more of a level of, of respect. People respect mm-hmm. people more when they they come from nothing and make themselves. But but relevant. there's, but there's mm-hmm. always that that false perception, like mm-hmm. like. We had we had that problem in 2016 with your president. Like folks thinking this dude was self-made and he's not self-made. Yeah. Like he got a substantial inheritance yeah. from his father and the name to basically make money. Yeah. And he was fucking terrible at it. And right. still yeah. is. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like that whole perception of you know, you that's know, what I'm saying. Like to me, it's worthless because it means nothing. Even if you, even to be like a. Um, oh, like if you want to talk about Obama, like okay, well he worked his way up from community organizer or whatever. At the point that he's president, 
But right. like, I don't I'm care. <laughs> I don't care. I just care about your policies and what you're trying to do. I, I guess it, it just matters to some people. Like you, like you said. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I guess you gotta have a backstory. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, right. Because right, you, you know, get some support from the backstory. Right. Because some people hang on little pieces. It's like, oh, he from the streets, just like me. Right. Well, how, yeah, how can I exactly? Relate to you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't have a backstory, like if if, if my backstory, um, you know, I went to this private school, that private school, went to this Ivy League school, my parents are a part of this organization, you're not going to look at them as one of your equals. You get that whole elite shit that these motherfuckers seem to be. Like Kavanaugh. Right. Seem right. to be, seem to be um, you know, mad about and get fucked up about, unless it works in their favor. Because this mm-hmm. dude was definitely, like you said, Kavanaugh was definitely a fucking, you know, an elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, you know, Squiggy and Iggy and TJ and Squee <laughs> were fighting each other. I don't know how much beer we drank. <laughs> Did you drink beer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hell, bitch, nigga. Right. So, so that that whole shit, like, it, it only suits to certain people. Yeah. You know when when they want to use it to make a fucking. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it shouldn't mean anything because that is right. The only time people use it is when they're trying to. I think manipulate or like a way to connect with people who right. are below their station. Right, right. So like if I'm a, if I'm a millionaire and I'm needing to speak to people who you know paycheck to paycheck, now I go into you know I remember when I used to be at the corner store, blah blah blah, and I had to walk Eating to someone. So yeah, now I'm trying to relate, so I'm using that to manipulate the situation. It's, it's probably something that you know like motherfucker like Mark Cuban uses like when he goes to tell the story to high school kids. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sleeping on a friend's couch. And selling this and selling that, you know, to, you know, it's like that journey story. Yeah, the, the tale of how I became great. You, yeah, you, and, you, I, and I'm not hating on the like the hope side of it. Like if somebody like I remember uh, seeing work done and like where work done came from and how he uh, you know came up through poverty, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and then he started giving houses away once he was in the NFL, mm-hmm. giving away. A lot of fucking houses. Right. Some of those houses went to Sean Watson. Sean Watson, yeah. right? So there's a connection there, right? So I mean, like, I ain't hating on that. Like, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, like, to the point where people are speaking to you, and then it becomes important whether they came from this or came from that. As far as like, because to me it doesn't necessarily mean you have my understanding though. Just because like, like I feel like Damon John, good example. Fubu came up, whatever. I don't feel like I could sit and talk to Damon John about regular shit right now, and he'd be interested, right? Even if he came from the hood and all that kind of stuff. Like it's been so much time between him and that. There's no real relation to that right. in my in my mind. Right. Well, it comes to, to me. It comes to the point where the fact that. Money changes people. Hmm. You know, uh, I mean, you you may still have that that hood mentality, you know, or it can be brought to the forefront depending upon certain situations or whatever. I don't. But I don't I, think once you make a certain amount of money and proof positive of that, you need to let that shit go. Like fuck yeah, that. Exactly. Fuck that. Well, I mean, yeah, you see street cred. You see, you know, the whole thing that with Adam Patman Jones went through, who just got released. Actually, they they actually released him where he forgot where he was playing at, but he got released anyway. Um, and the fact that. You know, he, he, you know, Kevin, it's a great game. play at. 
the Saints. I thought the last time I saw him was with Green Bay. It was the Saints. It was the Saints. Oh yeah. 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 I got to cross my my phone that he got. Didn't they get in the fight in the airport? Yeah, but the dude started it. Right, 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 right. He he was, he was, he was, but that was a problem, you know. You know, when he got in the and started making money, he kept, you know, getting in, get in trouble because of, of his friends. Like, like you said, that's to the point you have to let that shit. You have go. to let that shit go. You know, like, if if you're not a friend that's not around to help me build and have my best interests at heart, you still want to do the same shit. That, I can't fuck with you anymore. Right, I just can't. You know what I'm saying? I wish you well. I think I think in there too though might lie some of the 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 little stuff like the fine print and the self made stuff because mm-hmm. sometimes those cats have helped these niggas get to this point like when they needed money for shoes or they needed you know to impress this scout or do this and that and somebody gave them that so now you're indebted to them right and then that's how you, you know some of them might get caught up in that still hanging around with them yeah. because they did something did you want to cut them off because you know it's bad but you owe these niggas but if you're a true friend like you you're not looking for get back like I wouldn't look for get back from 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 one of y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's what I can do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now, if you, you know, were inclined or felt so, so like Cole signed me because because I went and, and I met him, you be you be okay with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be okay yeah. with that. Well, I think you, you guys should be okay with you know with what the, the fact that you. So let's move on. Let's move on. So, but to your, but to your point though, like. The, the, proof, the proof that you let it go Oh boy just the guy That just got arrested uh, Takuchi oh. Takashi <laughs> Certain certain jobs, this and that, right. you know, um, and that's a good thing. I, I've been trying to catch the, um, I guess there's a video on ESPN where they're all together and they're talking about, you know, how they grew I up saw, and everything else. Well, I saw but, but if, there has to be an odd man out in that crew, though. You know what I'm saying? There has to be. There had to be that one dude that mm-hmm. couldn't get his shit together that they know. Yeah. Because yeah. they had to, because right. LeBron's career and subsequently their livelihoods are tied to the shit. We're not going to let you fuck that up. Exactly. And you got you, you got to go. You got to go. Gotta you go. Gotta, you, everybody got that one friend, that one cousin. And no matter what you do or how you do or how you treat them, they're going to fuck up. So I can't fuck with you anymore. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe pass you a check, give you a little dough. Do you ain't never going to hear from me again. Probably what you did. All right. So, and it, it probably took him some time to learn that too. I'm yeah. sure he had that cat around him when he was young. Mm-hmm. But then when he, he, he smashing bottles on dudes' heads or fighting or whatever, or, you know, bothering chicks. Oh, okay, I can't. I can't. I can't yeah, I can't. You know, especially LeBron. You know how, how brand conscious his him and his camp is. Exactly, man. Mm-hmm. 
because I remember when an old boy broke up with his mom and he was like, I got shit on you that I can I can let the world know it. And you heard that shit one day and you hear from dude ever again. Gone. You know what I'm saying? And sure somebody rubbers ass and check keep him shut the fuck up. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it is. Anyway. Said it? Yeah. And on my fellow American. I have a my fellow American. Uh oh, oh, really? That's right. Yeah, man. Um, something for. Something for. My fellow Americans. And this this definitely go crosses the cultural lines. But I am specifically, you know, gearing it towards black men though. Brothers. You know, it's it's bad, man. You talk about uh, toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's not a good thing, fellas. It's not a good thing. That the uh, I mean, there's a lot of versions and, and ways that we we operate in it. Um, but what really made me think about it was just like you were talking about the lady who got uh, shot recently. Um, by her was the ex fiance uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then there was a lady in Cleveland who got stabbed by her husband who had been beating her for years but because of his position he's a judge nobody did anything about it so right yeah right yeah, like this shit is ridiculous yo and then you know I have uh, friends who I actually know or met like personally who uh, got shot by her husband in the parking garage and uh, UT Southwestern here in Dallas, shot and killed uh, by that. by a black man. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I mean, like this shit, that and that was years ago now. Yeah, that was like in 2000. Man, that was when what's the old boy who's mayor like just had just got the gig like a year before that. But um, <clears throat> yeah, man. This shit where niggas be taking it to the extreme, man. Whatever the fuck is making them do that, you stop doing that shit. And I think that toxic masculinity plays a part because it's the idea of possession. Right. And control. Yeah, and control. yeah possession and control. Looking at women like they're your property. Right. And it's like, I mean, I understand it's a relationship or whatever, and you invested, but fuck, nigga, you gonna not only throw your life away, but, you know, just shitting on their life. Right. And their children's lives. You gotta be careful with that. You belong to me, bullshit type mentality. Yeah, man. Like the no, shooting, nobody belongs to you. Like the shooting that happened with a couple of years ago over off of uh, uh, Spring Valley? Yeah, you talking about the house party? The house party. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was that years ago? It was like two years ago. Damn, that nigga smoked everybody in that Everybody, the everybody. Why? Why? I can't wrap my, my mind around that. Because you're a logical thinking human being. And <laughs> a lot of these dudes, and, and, and there's some women that do it too, but mainly we're talking about men now. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, think that they own well, you're mine, and if I can't have you, nobody else. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, man. Because if I can't have you, oh well. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, I think the issue there, too, is not, uh, I mean, of course, it's that, the possession, the control, and all that, but uh, more than that, toxic masculinity is made up of this idea that men have to be tough. Like, you have to be all these things that suppress and don't allow you to express your emotions, which is fucking ridiculous because you have emotions. Um, you have tear ducts for tears. Uh, you go through things. You experience trauma. And it's like when you don't uh, have those outlets or you d- decide that you're not using those outlets, then, you know, it's not abnormal for shit like this to happen. Then you take it out on who you consider the weaker vessel right. or who you consider like the weaker partner who is not but that's the the thought process because it's a patriarchal society right and it's it's man it's just enough man like and black women get killed at such a high rate the only ones who get killed at a higher rate no not higher rate, just below black women is uh indian women um indigenous women which is fucking ridiculous too i mean god damn why what the fuck right i can i can see and especially in our situation, but in that situation also where men have that <clears throat> ideal that your mind can't nobody else. And, and it's been, it's like the tale of time. Like you can go on literally, I've watched shows about this shit. And it's been, it's been everybody, but you know, we're represented in that too. You know, don't nobody belong to you, B. Like, don't, yeah. like, don't nobody belong to you. Yeah, and, and your mind and, and, the cute, and that bothers me in, in a relationship too. Like I, you can ask my girl. Like every time she says, that, I, I, "I belong to myself," right? Saying like we're together, but right, you're you're mine. Right. You belong to me, shouldn't no. you? An individual. Right. No, it's like the the love does not require possession. Right. Like that doesn't have but to be in, a part of it. In, right. in some cultures, it's really prevalent that. It is that way. It may when you said that about about indigenous. It made me think about. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think they've caught the guy yet. I think that he's overseas now. But remember the uh, the cab driver who killed his two daughters. Well, he was Pakistani. Was he? But I'm saying in certain cultures, right? They they think that or they feel like okay, you know, you yeah, are yeah. my you are my property. Right. This and that. You know. Right. And that's why there's arranged marriages like that. They, they don't. They don't give the woman. The choice right. to the to pick her, uh, yeah, or the dude to pick their significant other. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. you know, so and I'm sure he thought in his mind that these two girls that are my daughters are my property. Right. And I think I think that he did also didn't like the fact that they one coming, of them they were coming to Western eyes. One of them yeah. dated a black dude. One of dated a black dude. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't like that at See, all. Well, so this you is know. the problem too. Like, so in that scenario, while that's terrible talking about black men there's a possibility she's dating this black man he might end up killing her later like the same fucking thing that's what I'm saying like black men gotta figure out this shit and do something about it cause it's it's epidemic like it's epidemic status and we don't think about it like that sometimes until it's like somebody close to us or in our local area and it's like so wild and shit like my friend got killed man like he shot her in the back and then turned her over and shot her in each orifice on her face like that's Jesus fucking Christ. yeah, dog. That's fucking wild, bro. Like who? Like yeah. I just I can't. 
we've all been through, you know, breakups and, and everything else. And I've never thought of, of doing anything right. physical right. to that person. You know, when, when you're angry and you're hurt, but it's like, okay, but my mind is not gonna, not going to go to the point where I'm thinking of, of taking that person's life. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I can't wrap my mind around yeah. somebody who would do something. That's like a permanent that. action. Yeah, it's like, it's like an end-all, be-all. It's like when that anger hits you, it's like, I, I get my first thought is like, you're not even worth the the time of me being angry. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Like, it's over. Yeah. Fuck you. Right. And I'm listening to, you know, some sad music sitting in my, you know, in my room or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, crying. Which is good. I mean, like, because you, you're processing. Right. Yeah, you're and it out. Right. And that's the problem there is that not only is it the possessive part, but it's niggas don't process their emotions. They just deal with it like, oh, you be all right. Right. Good. Or, you know, stifle it. Uh, suppress it Don't talk about it Don't share Don't do nothing And then You know it's And not Out in public You're shooting at her And shit like Yeah that. Like it's This idea that like she And I, I experienced The same thing man With my ex You know it, She had this idea Of like If you ever cheat on me Like I've been so poison me or something like that, but that was never even like a thing for me. Right. To me, it was like if you cheat on me, then it's over. It's over. Right? <laughs> like I'm not gonna kill it's you. Right. I don't have like I'm moving on. I mean, me moving on with my life. I mean, that's, that's kind of the way that I've always looked at me moving on with my life and being successful and happy is the biggest revenge. Right. Out there. Right. right. The, Keep it pushing. Right. And, and, and to and make you a non-factor, like you don't matter anymore. Like that's you know. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because my, my, my thing with, especially with my exes, which is right true with the exception of one, they always come back. They always try to circle back and, and either put the filler out to see if they, you know, can, can ever, you know, make it happen with you again or, or, right. or, or whatever. And to me, I always kind of took solace in that. I was like, okay, you leaving now, but watch your ass be back. And most times, nine times out of ten, literally, they come back. And it's like, no, I'm good. Because they had it good. They had it good. Yeah, while you, really, yeah. you thought you had it. You, you thought you had a sweet on the other side, right? You find nah, out. Yeah, now nah, you didn't. Yeah, now nah, you didn't test the waters, and, right. and you know, and then you, you know, you figure, okay, I fucked up. Right. Let me circle back to right. But you know, but grabbing grabbing the heater and, and being on. We're actively seeking you out just to kill you because I'm hurting right now. Yeah, you left. That does never really crossed my mind ever. Yeah, same here. Ever. So, yeah, this uh, I was trying to look at. There's not. I don't know an official definition for toxic masculinity, but there's a site called Teaching Tolerance or Tolerance.org, and it describes toxic masculinity as a narrow and repressive description of manhood, designating manhood as defined by violence, sex, status, and aggression. It's the cultural ideal of manliness where strength is everything while emotions are a weakness. Where sex and brutality are yardsticks by which men are measured while supposedly feminine traits which can range from emotional vulnerability to simply not being hypersexual are the means by which your status as a man can be taken away. So yeah, this is the idea that like niggas grow up with thinking this is what it means to be a fucking man. 
is I gotta, you know, talk to you a certain way. I gotta treat you a certain way, and if I gotta put my hands on you to help you understand, then that's what I gotta do. Right. Because I'm the man. And a lot of that shit, you know, kind of starts at home. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Don't cry because you're a prostitute. You know. Yeah, man. You're a man. I mean, I, I don't know any dude that ain't heard, especially black men, who ain't heard, you know, suck it up. Right. Get over it. Or right. like, you know. Better not cry. Yeah, better not, not cry. Man up. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Shake it off. You're, you're a man. You're yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, that shit just, just doesn't work. Like, you should be allowed to cry. Yeah. You be allowed to express your your emotions. Like, I mean, yeah, we all grew up that way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah, of course I have a hard time expressing when I'm angry or I let the shit build up and then it's an explosion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, I think we're at the point now that, like, I so my, my personal opinion is that once you become an adult, and you have the ability and resource to research certain things and learn about them, then you're culpable. Like, I can't, I, I'm 34 now, I can't blame my parents for shit anymore. Right. Like, yeah, I had experiences with them that weren't good and cycles that needed to be broken that I learned from them, but I can't put that on them no more because once I got in my 20s and I had the internet and all these other resources and good people around me, it's like, I have to take the initiative to start breaking those cycles. Right, right. It's lazy for me to say, well, my dad, you know, he, he got five kids. He didn't really, you know, take the time to really spend with them either. He was doing other shit. And I use that as my reason not to be around for my daughter. That's fucking lazy. And I think that's like where, where we end up now. Like as black men, a lot of black men go with the whole approach of like, well, that's how I was raised. That's how I grew up. You know, that's just what it is. It's like, nah, nigga, like, if you can figure out how to, you know, sell drugs, you can figure out how to uh, start a business, whatever your entrepreneurial mind can come up with to make money, you can figure out how to roll this fucking emotional boat through these waves, nigga. You can figure this shit out. Right. Period. Was there anything relevant that happened in your childhood or, or teenager or even your young 20s that made you realize that that showing emotions was actually okay? Yes, yes. I, well, I would say that one of the turning points for me was after going through my divorce, um, of course I had an experience where I got arrested. I had never been arrested. And so that made me start reflecting on like, okay, what's going on that has me doing shit I don't normally do? And realizing that there were some wounds that I hadn't dealt with. And a part of that was watching certain movies, because I love movies, I started crying and shit that I don't never cry about. And I was like, what the fuck? And it, was, it wasn't until one day I was, it was just me by myself. And I started crying. And I'm, you know, before the tear even get like down the right here on the top of the cheek, I'm wiping this shit. Try catching it. Yeah, yeah. And then nigga, well, nigga, nobody cry. Like, and it was like, I'm by myself. Right. In my own I mean, fucking no, apartment. Nobody's even watching me. You need to have that freedom. Because I've done that shit too before. And just, yeah. For no reason. Yeah. Wake up and just. <laughs> and it, you know? Yeah. And it, got, and it got to the point for me, Core, where it was like, all right, I, I can't. I, I don't want to live like this where I can't even do the things that people are allowed to do in the privacy of their own home. So I, I started slowly but surely 
you know, enabling myself to, okay, cry, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna sit on my hands. Like, we just gonna cry, nigga. We obviously need to, it's coming out. And I started wanting to read books about vulnerability because I needed to understand, like, that process and, and how that works and how you interact with people and how I can, you know, do that to where I'm not damaging other people. That was really my mindset. Because I got a little one I gotta pour into and I can either pour into her good shit that I'm learning and putting in myself or I can pour into the regular old Toxic masculinity shit, bullshit, and then she'll expect that from men. Right. You know, she'll expect men to to be like, "Why are you crying? Stop crying all the time." So I want to give her a different experience. My daughter's crying. Hell yeah, I want to be like, man, stop crying. Hell yeah, I want to say that because I don't. Sometimes I think what she's crying about is not worth crying. It's not worth crying for. Yeah, I, I do that shit. I do that shit in, in my relationship, and that's something that I have to work on stopping. That she wants to cry, let her cry. Have to, have to, because or change the wording. Like I, I'm trying to understand why you're, you're crying. crying. Right. Precisely. So now I, I've got to the point where I can catch myself before saying that. I haven't figured that out yet. I, <laughs> but no, but recognizing that is is really huge. Right. And I can catch myself before saying to my daughter, like, stop crying, or what you crying? It's like you know, okay, hey, when you get a when you break, I was like, go ahead and cry. When you break, let me know why you're crying. Like, help me understand why you're crying. Let's talk is, about it. It's so ingrained that we get taught that. Because I remember, you know, as a kid, mom's grandmother, uncle, what you crying for, boy? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the first day you fucking hear. Yeah. Get your ass yeah, right. And you, and you, I give you something to cry about. I give you something to cry about, right. Like, so damn. I don't think that crying is you associate that with a bad thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yep. as an adult, you can't help but to say this shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? When you when you're in your individual interactions, you will the adults and shit. It's so funny too to to uh it, like again, didn't happen until I was with my daughter, for me to recognize like cause when I was with my ex, if she cried, I had a different response. It was like, What's wrong? What's going on? Like I wanted to make it better or mm-hmm. fix it. When it was with my daughter, my immediate reaction was Like I'm getting irritated about something she's experiencing internally that's coming out externally. So instead of me focusing on me and my irritation, let's understand or at least have a, a, a moment where through this, I'm letting you know, one, it's okay to cry. That's fine. Do your thing. Two, we got to learn how to talk about what we're feeling. So we got to learn to express and use words to express what's going on. Three, we can we can also you know figure out if this is something where our tears are best used for. Because I don't have a problem telling my daughter like nothing wrong with you crying, but what are our tears for? So we designated areas that you know is for when we're hurt, or sometimes if we're happy, we're not using it to get our way. We're not going to manipulate. That's what we're not going to do. So that she can differentiate that because right. that's important. Because right. that way, and like I tell her, like that's important for us to have trust. So that when I see you crying, I know you're crying because you know whatever is going on inside you, not because you're trying to get your way. Right. And so once we can differentiate that, and clear that out. Now you you know this is just authenticity, and then we can talk about like what are you what feeling? feeling? Right. And, and we had that conversation on the way back from Austin because uh, when I was with my cousins. 
there were some moments where, like, she knows not to, she knows to, like, say excuse me if she sees me talking, but there were, like, moments, she wasn't saying excuse me, but I could see she was trying to get my attention, and I might give it to her for a second, and then I'm back here, you know, because I'm with my cousins who I don't see all the time, whatever, so on the way back, rolling, turn the radio off, I'm like, hey, I know there were times where you were, like, maybe trying to get my attention or something, and I wasn't giving it to you, or maybe not the way you wanted me to, and I just want you to know, like, it doesn't mean daddy was mad at you, feels any different, but I'm seeing my cousins and your cousins, and I want us to spend time with them and focus time and attention with them, because we don't get to see them every day. <laughs> Bruh, she started crying so hard. And I was like, oh, because like it, this was just a thought I had. I didn't even realize like how she was feeling this. Right. And so it was funny because like I was like, okay, when you finish crying, let's talk about it. Because I was like, it's important for you to understand. I was telling her about like my experience with my mom growing up single mom. I wanted all that attention when she'd be with her friends or something. I'm doing you know shit off to the side and stuff, trying to get First, I asked her what it made her feel, and she said it. Uh, after she finished, she said it made her feel like uh, she's been replaced, and she used that word. And I was like, "Wow!" I said, "Okay, well, how you feel is valid." I was like, "I'm not telling you how you feel is not correct. That's how you felt." And I said, "My idea when uh, I was dealing with my mom, I felt less important if you weren't giving me all the attention and time." Right. And I said it took for me to get older and realize not only was I not less important, I was the most important. Like, mom was doing everything to support and raise me. You know, working two jobs, whatever sacrifices she made that I probably still don't even know about. So I was telling Maya, I was like, you're not replaceable. Like, I will never replace you. I will choose you over everything. You know, I was like, just if you're not getting the attention and the time that you want, I want you to keep this in mind. You know, that you're not replaceable. I'm not replacing you. And it was a good conversation. And, it, and she actually ended up asking me questions about my dad and my relationship with my dad, which is kind of deep for her right now. But, you know, I answered as much as I could. And then she was like, all right, uh, this conversation is getting uncomfortable. Can we turn the music back on? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to the music. You know, like, <laughs> I think when it happened for me was seeing uh, Pops cry for the first time because I had an impression of my of dad as far as being mentally just just tough. You know what I'm saying? You know, cause he, was, he was always on me about grades, school, this and that. You know, you know, this is what you need in order to do to be a successful. You know, black man, this and that, and so when I packed, when she passed, and we were, and we were uh, in the church at the at the funeral, and I I looked over at him, and he was like sobbing uncontrollably, mm-hmm. and I've never ever seen my dad cry, ever, you know, and it was a blow to me. I was like, I was like, wow. Did you, you know, feel like it was it was like weakness on his part? No, no. Um, I felt like that he actually had emotions because a lot of times, uh, and when I was younger, 
I felt like he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and so seeing him crying because he just lost his sister, it that blew me away. Right. You know, I was just like, okay, wow, this man is actually this this man is actually human. You know what I'm saying? And it let me know that a man of that stature can actually break down and cry, then it's nothing wrong with me doing it also, mm-hmm. you know, given the situation or whatever. And so I asked when I thought, okay, how old I need to, how old uh, I, I want to, I think I was like a freshman in college. When yeah, you were like, you maybe, maybe early 20s. Yeah, I was a freshman in college. Uh-huh. Yeah, when I had passed. So, um, so yeah, that's that was a huge thing for me. And it, it made me look at myself internally, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, a lot of times, especially when I was younger, in my teenage years and my early 20s, I would just hold shit in, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then I would literally explode, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, but it, it, it taught me, and it, and it took me a while to, to figure it out. But, you know, as I got older, I was, you know, I stopped holding shit in. Right. And I started, you know, expressing myself, you know, if, if I if I'm pissed off, I'm gonna let you know I'm pissed off or, or whatever emotion yeah. that's going on. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I started speaking my mind instead of holding that shit in. Because I don't know, yeah, he's he's a bit of a cry. Yeah, yeah, he's been, that's good. Yeah, yeah he's a bit yeah. of a cry. I mean, yeah, it's been an an emotional two years for this whole family. Me. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. It's been a crazy two years. It's been a, years shitty, it's been a shitty fucking years. Past two years, and the icing on the cake. That was it. I was like, fuck it. I don't want nobody else to die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. You guess for me, I still kind of struggle with the shit. I'm not really a crier. It takes a lot. Mm-hmm. And like you said, just one day you'll just sit up there and watching TV and fucking Judge Judy and just be sitting there. Yeah. Right. Isn't it be random as fuck, man? You know, what the fuck is wrong with me? I, yeah. I, 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 I've woken up out of dead sleep crying. Wow. I've, yeah. I've, uh, you know, just for, for no reason. Uh, dude, last time I, I I remember crying is when I fucked up that interview for that job that I had that phone interview and the shit I was so pissed at myself that I couldn't control my fucking emotions you know what I'm saying damn and nigga I was sitting here bawling and I was like nigga you really crying over this shit like are you really crying over this shit right now you know what I'm saying like uh, see that I think that idea is part of it too right. of the uh, masculinity that thing. you shouldn't be crying over right that it's not worth right. crying over right and, and, I, and I feel like we since we determine that for each other especially young then we carry that around right like you're carrying that water all your life that this ain't worth crying over and then to the point where we say it to ourselves right like don't even need yeah don't right. even need to be nobody here saying it and like you said I, we were talking about that earlier like I have to stop that in all aspects of my life even with myself you know what I'm saying like if I'm crying it's okay to cry like I shouldn't Absolutely. be fucking crying right now you know what I'm saying like yeah. but, you know it is what it is you know? yeah. like, but it's not it, honestly there's not a day where I don't I don't get up and I don't feel like okay today's probably gonna be a day where I sit here depressed and crying you know what I'm saying and you just pick yourself up like it's, it's not only is it built in, in, in black people, it's just built in black people, period. Well, yeah, yeah. Take definitely. the shit that life gives you, you put it on your back, and you carry it. But then eventually, your fucking knees are going to buckle. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And you got to, and, and it's, 
And I, I think like uh, the idea, a lot of black men have this thought there like, well, it's okay for women to talk emotion or to be emotional with each other, but not realizing that even with black women, man, that having to be strong or that reputation for strength mm-hmm. doesn't give them that space, actually. So then now it's, it's like quadruple whatever we get, like, because they deal with, you know, of course, racism, sexism, and, and the threat of rape and murder all the time and shit. So it's like, Reading those stats today just tripped me out because it was it, it was it it's, they said according to the CDC that in ninety percent of the cases where women have been killed, it's been by a male. Right, and it's usually by somebody they know. Usually by somebody they know. That means like women ain't even killing other women. It's just right. doing just, 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 just niggas, doing niggas just doing killing it. women. Just doing and it's fucking crazy. Right. And it remind me that that uh, Tupac line where like, you know, if we're not we have a race of babies that'll hate the ladies. And I had this conversation with Ebony, shout out to Ebony out in Japan, she be listening. And I was talking about I think that it in general, we do hate women, like as a society, and we hate them to the point where it's like they have to fight this much to try and get a leg up. They right. have to fight this much to try and just govern their own bodies, right? To be and, all equal footed with everybody. Simple shit else. that we we are we do we custom to right? yeah that right. men just I know. Can, I can go out right now, ten oh one. The only thing I'm probably worried about is the police. I'm not worried about nope. somebody, you know, around the corner looking to fucking, you know, attack me. Right. Just so they can rape me. Right. Or, you know it's what I'm saying? It's not a concern. It's not a concern. Like, right. It, it, that should be a fucking problem, right? You know what I'm saying? That, that should that should definitely be a problem. right. And if you if you really break down in black and white, like how we how uh, we handle women, man, it does seem like we hate them. Like it's that's how it reads to me, right? Or they're only good for one thing, right? You right. know what I'm saying? Which uh, I, I think is also a part of toxic masculinity. Right. Yeah, yeah. This right. idea that their value is between their legs and nowhere else, right? That's ridiculous. Anybody that knows women or like has women as friends knows that. That's that is very short sighted. Right. I've learned so many things from women. It's it's incomparable. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> but yeah. same here. It makes them suspect of you too. Uh, <laughs> like uh, I, uh, you know, just in certain relationships, you know, with them giving you advice and shit, like they automatically think that you're dismissive because oh, you look at me as a woman. Like I don't know. She was like, no, I'm hard headed. And I do the shit that I do because I fucking want to. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter what you say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I gotta explain that. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you have to go do what the fuck I want to do. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it has nothing to do because you're because you're you're a lady. It's because I do what I want to do. You know. So um, I, I think that or I see the world the way that I want to see it. You know, just because I want to see it that way. Until I realized that I was wrong. I was like, who cares, friend? I ain't gonna ever tell you that shit. Also, has nothing to do with you know because I can't be wrong. <laughs> you know, so yeah. See, and then all that stuff is like encased in like vulnerability, mm-hmm. which which is a, a huge issue, especially for black men. All black men I know. God damn, myself included. You know, that's just we don't we don't get no lessons on that. Nigga. Like like C was saying, I didn't even know he had emotions. Right. So like, if you growing up with a dude that that's your example, and you don't even know the nigga got emotions, like what you think that does? Right. So, I, yeah, I really feel like this is start leading by example as men. Yeah, man. We have to to be able to listen, to show our emotions, to especially if it's in a household where there is a lady uh, present, value her 
opinion and listen to what she says don't demean or yeah. down talk. Because I, I think that's that's one that one and like you said, having women as friends, I think that's one of the things that they love from men is the fact that they do listen. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't they don't dismiss your opinion, or they don't you know, they don't cut you off because they may not be interested in what you're saying. Right. And I think that one of the things that that really gets their attention, whether it's in a relationship, friendship, or whatever, um, the fact that you listen to what they have to say. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that's really relevant. Um, um, as far as whatever situation that you're in, like I said, either listening and acting on it, man. Yeah. And, and then more than that, well, well, just like black people dealing with, uh, you know, uh, European Americans when it comes to racism and what what they want to know, what can we do? And it's like, I, it's not my job as a black person to teach to you, to tell you, yeah, to yeah, teach you. Yeah. So I actually feel like women could come from a, a similar angle where it's like. I, it's not my job to teach you how to be a man that can, you know, not be in toxic masculinity. So it's like we got to figure that shit out, and then we got to talk to each other about it, right? So that we can start knocking that shit out. It's, de- it's definitely in those points in time when you see that shit happening that you have to speak up and say something. Man, as yeah. A, as, a, as a man, you have to man, be like, for yeah. real, money. That that was totally uncalled for. And, you know and what I'm uh, what's his name on on Coast, which was talking about that today? Not with this topic, but speaking up because they were talking about uh, racist family members at Thanksgiving, right. and he was like, "The thing is to challenge it." He said, "Not necessarily because you're going to change their viewpoint, but he said you at least want them to know if you're going to present these type of ideas or take these actions, you're going to run into some opposition, yeah. right? Yeah. So Same thing with fellas, because right. you know I don't think yeah. you call things out, you win them over, or their idea changes, but at least say, and, and with men that's huge, with men that's huge, because we know dudes that." Typically abuse women. They're not being challenged by another man. Right. There's no other dude that's challenging them. Right. Because right. if, if if every time I put my hands on her, I'm facing an ass whooping from somebody else, I'm gonna think about changing some shit. Right. right. Exactly. But if you're not dealing with that, you're only dealing with you know a woman who like it's her mom and her mom's like you know you need to leave him or whatever. You just get to do what you want to do with no challenge, and that's you keep rolling that way. So yeah, dudes got to challenge other dudes, man, and call that shit out. You know, no matter what the consequence is, right? Just to be like that. I had a situation where I think this really hit home for me. Where I was out with a young lady, I was out with another cat, met him online, real cool, and we hanging out. And she was, you know, she had just met him that evening, and she's a, a healthy woman, like almost like a couple inches taller than me. You know, and he's he's a little bit taller than me. And we were at Fuel City, and we was hanging out. Of course, we had drinks, and I, he was flirting with her because I mean I wasn't with her like that. Right, she was just yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's flirting with her. He's you know talking to her, and then you know he kind of embraced her. And she was she said something. I don't remember what she said, but I remember her looking over at me, and she was like, "Get your friend." And I was like laughing because I'm thinking it's all like, you know, we jokey, jokey kidding. And it didn't occur to me until afterwards. She was for real. Like, mm-hmm. like get your friend off. Yeah, me. get your boy. Yeah. Cause, and then she mentioned it later. And I felt like shit because I was like, oh. She was like, yeah, like, he just, you know, I was not with yeah, all that. Yeah, and she right. said, you know, I, I didn't want to make a scene. 
well, she shouldn't even have to be concerned about that. But she was like, yeah, like you just looking at me. And I was like, fuck, I dropped the ball on that one because you're right. And I apologize to her, you know, and it, it was cool or whatever. But it, that that really drove it home. I'm like, oh, OK, these are the situations where I can be like, yo, man, chill. Right. This, she's just not like, she's, she's not, not cool with it. Right. Like, just relax. You know, and it's it's okay to like have that social awkwardness or you know that confrontational situation because that we at that point, man, gotta protect women, especially black women. Black women just get the heat from everywhere, right? And they're fucking awesome. They always they show are amazing. They, they hold it down, right? And I don't think we deserve them as much. Nah, and I don't deserve the one I got sometimes. Nah, man, that's heavily underappreciated. Um, you know, it's become more popular I think to show appreciation just towards black culture but yeah man definitely gotta kill that toxic masculinity fellas gotta call out other fellas um shit and that's that more than anything when y'all talk about my 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 circle of my group that was the biggest thing for me with with the the cats that I kick with and talk to was about a year or so ago when I started diving into this stuff for myself I started talking to them about it because I was like I ain't gonna go through this shit I'm like y'all supposed to be my friends think y'all gonna be friends or you gonna get this together <laughs> and, that, and that's when it occurred to me like you have friends and our, our thought process is always like we have friends we need to appreciate them be there for them hopefully they'll be there for you and I, my thought process was like nah nigga I got friends we're finna use y'all niggas we're gonna talk about this shit we're gonna figure it out because yeah. if not I'm I'm 30 something like I don't need people around just carrying dead weight we're not doing that if you can't get with you know addressing some of these things have, you know sharing in some vulnerability with me or at least being comfortable enough that if I'm sharing it you know you're not offended by it right. then I don't I don't have a place for you right so yeah masculinity man got killed that shit definitely great that's it that's it you know it's okay to cry you can just cry sometimes sit in your room and cry it's okay <laughs> I do sometimes with a neck on the regular party just a little I be having some good cries in the shower. I don't know why. That just ends up being like it's either watching a movie or I'll be in the shower. It would have happened would have happened, honestly, is I'll be thinking about something either I I, I wanna do, feel like I need to do, or should have done, and I'll start having this pep talk with myself. Where I'll be like, oh, come on, nigga, get your shit together. You got come on man, what you doing? And then I start crying. I'm like, nigga, I'm talking to myself so bad. I just <laughs> Get on my old ass. Like when it happens for me, just out the blue, it's like the weirdest shit. And it's usually like you said, a TV show or movie Mm -hmm. that that triggers it, and maybe something sad happens, yeah, or something you know, just you know, there's something like a feeling or something like that. Watching, I think it was behind the music. It's about 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 Aaliyah. And I looked over you, you were bawling like that. I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> I was in love Like, in love. Like, when she put out that last album, I was oh, man. that last album was for me. <laughs> was like, baby girl made me a whole album. Yeah. I remember that because uh, I was with my boys. We were at, that uh, was Jones. And uh, the last song he, he the, the DJ played, 
he said, you know, uh, rest in peace. Uh, Leah, we're really like, what the fuck you talking about? You know, so mm. we get in the car, and this is when Kim 104 actually played good music. We get in the car, we, we turn on Kim 104, and a long time ago, and people were calling in, and crying, and this and that. Damn. And I remember when we got home, and Cordy was just sitting outside. He, like, he, he was just sad. Damn. He, yeah. yeah. He's like, man. Yeah, that would hurt. Yeah, he's like, that would hurt. She, she, she yeah. feel like he, she saved to me. You know, all those songs were made for me. I got that last album, too. I, I got to see it. Yeah, Dope. Yeah. It was, it was dope. dope. Fire. Dope. Man. Straight fire. fire. And it was a damn shame. It was dope, but a damn shame at the same time. Exactly. God damn. Exactly. Attention I realized. You know? Right. Cause because a split second decision. Everybody could have went home on separate planes. Right. You know, somebody could have stayed behind. They could have left the luggage and had the luggage, right? Like there's so much. I remember I'm mad about the luggage. I'm not getting on a plane who has the propellers on the outside I can fucking see at all. Yeah. Is there a boat right there? Are those propellers on the wings? Get my shit. Uh, no, no, thank you. Where's the boat? I'll wait. I'll wait for the next plane. Y'all give me a plane with the propellers on the inside that I can't see shit. And give me one of them. I'm still amazed that we have not discovered ways to buffer, like, people, you know, surviving plane accidents. Right. You would think Because, well, there are. Uh, there, There's. Uh, uh, um, gas that that that's un, that's unflammable that has been made, but it comes down to to you know uh, uh, the deals that that all these airlines have with the gasoline companies to snap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there are, are uh, putting profits before lives. Exactly, that's what it is. That's what it is. But like, but like, this one guy survived the plane crash because. Um, he had actually had a parachute installed on the back of, on the back of his plane. He lost control of his plane. No side hit a button. Parachute Not popped there. out, and he lit. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be a way that there there could be a full. See, this is my yes. thing. Like, why why haven't we achieved the point? Like, okay, you got the. It's, it's not gonna catch on fire. It's but why cheap. why is it the whole interior of the plane in, in case it's a phone or something? Yes, yes. Oh, like, thank oh, you. Uh, 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 demolition man. Yeah, yeah. When they hit, nigga, you might break something or you know face smash yeah, something, but, but you, you gonna live. Yeah, you can breathe in that shit. Right. We know Riyadh will come get you. You know what I'm saying? The shit floats. You don't worry about water. Right. It's like it's cool. The plane, All that. The plane that crashed what about a month ago, and you know, um, and it said it was due, due to some sort of uh, computer glitch um, with the newer, the newer, I think it's the newer, the newer Boeing's or seven two sevens or whatever that made the plane nosedive. Mm. You know, so now everybody's paranoid and check, they checking their planes now because he was supposed to be brand new planes. That that I, I think it's boy, it might be lucky. How the fuck that you as a as a as a developer just live with yourself? And hey, what if that was your job and you had to code that shit? I, I quit. Yeah, I mean because they said that the, the first plane surprise. the plane had problems before yeah. and supposedly they had fixed it, but then they didn't because the plane crashed. But yeah, there are solutions out there. Yeah. You know, um, it, it just you know people don't don't want to spend the money to either install it. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, or like I said, all these airlines have deals with all these major gasoline you know companies. You know what I'm saying? That I don't know. It's fucking crazy, but yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. I'm like in the podcast on the side tangent. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. Some shit. It happens. Uh, 
Probably right now. We're not gonna have a podcast next week. Uh, one of the members is uh, traveling. Yeah, yeah. Out there, you know, living his best life. He ain't going back and forth with y'all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, probably be well. This is the last podcast because it's the end of the month. But uh, be back at it. Get back in town. Uh, yeah, we'll have that, first uh, week of December. That ladies podcast soon. You set that up. Um, um, answer that uh, that poll. If you happen to see it about the merch, uh, I was just wondering. I'm saying if we had anything in the works that was planned. People jumped on that yeah. though. It was people on there. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. cool. So, you know, we have to put out t shirts or whatever. Yeah. Or, or merchandise, you know, folks buy it. Uh, yeah. Remember, uh, like, share, comment, uh, review. We're on most of the things, except for, you know, Spotify or whatever. Uh, <laughs> we got beef for Spotify? Uh, we just need to switch uh, or get a, or add another uh, podcast host. Um, Podbean or whatever, some other ones that... Because the RSS feed for SoundCloud doesn't jive with Spotify. Spotify doesn't accept it, so... Can't get it on Spotify. That Amazing. Way. Yeah. Always uh, something else. So, um, all, like I said, we're on most of the things. Uh, yeah. Like the uh, Instagram page, we ain't found. Uh, yeah. We, we ain't found all the things. We ain't uh, found no Twitter page yet. Yeah. Uh, somebody's yeah. been saying that for like a month or so. I'll, 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 I'll go this weekend. I'll, I'll, I'll get ourselves this weekend. We'll see. Take a number of time this weekend. Last time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, hopefully it'll be on Twitter soon, Facebook, etc., etc. Yeah. Anyway, folks, you know what it is. Uh, that's it. It's been We Ain't Found. Shit. We Ain't Found shit. We out this bitch. Peace. Peace. Deuces. Happy. Uh, Thanks. Turkey uh, day. Yeah. Turkey day. Turkey day. Turkey day. Yeah. Turkey day. Peace. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Court. You know what it is. Um, so you've been listening to the episode for a little while. You're wondering why am I stepping in? Well, got some news to share with y'all. We talked about it on a past episode that we're going to be offering a subscription tier for people who want to get extra material so yes, there's yes yes there's two ways to basically subscribe uh you can subscribe through uh acast plus or you can subscribe through patreon uh five bucks a month cancel anytime uh yada 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 i know what the deal is so yes we do basically with that you'll get uh, exclusive content so you'll get bonus material from that day's episode uh you'll get never before or never seen or whatever uh, material like I'm not going to show you my junk but I mean know. I, I uh, gas it yeah, up yeah I mean let's, you know let's, let's, let's not go that yeah far. I mean you know but what you will get is uh, keys to immortality yeah. I mean if that's something that's important to you chocolate chip winning cookies winning lottery numbers yeah we, uh, we had that too you yeah. know yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know how you're doing in life, but if you want to be rich, hey, I'll, I'll even give you your, your horoscope or whatever. Call me now with a again. Subscribe five bucks a month. Two ways to do it: A class plus Patreon. We in this thing. This is we ain't found shit. We ain't found shit, but y'all definitely found a way to hear us more. I guess. Exclusive. 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 Exclus